0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 297 for the week of March 1st, 2014. That's right, it's March. You've got a month and a half for taxes to be done in the U.S. Get on that. Um, additionally, make sure you've paid all your credit card bills. Um, I've done that before starting the show today. So, how's everybody doing? Uh, oh, I should tell people who's here Anna Marie Privateer. Good morning. And John Yearworth. I'm back. And, yeah, yeah, you've been gone. Emmanuel Marino.
1: I was here here last week. No, you weren't. I've been
0: gone. We weren't here last week.
1: Ah, that explains it.
0: And Emmanuel Marino.
2: From formerly sunny California.
0: Formerly sunny. The state used to be known as the Sunshine State.
2: You know, it's funny. We got some life-saving rain yesterday because we're in this uh, national state, like this sort of state emergency-wide drought.
0: State of emergency. Not a very good game.
2: No, but this like terrible drought. Like every, it's really bad. We need to cut back on water, and then it starts raining. Everyone's like, "Oh, I can't believe it's raining!" All oh, right,
0: Manny. It's so terrible. I've been thinking we need to make some more. Mo- we need to make some money with this podcast, so we need to start doing ads. But I don't have any p- sponsors, so let's just do an ad read, and then we'll have sponsors come later. So, are you a small business owner, Manny?
2: Um. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, you should like use a stamp service.
2: Are we stealing ads from other podcasts
0: now? Or make a
3: website.
0: <laughs>
2: or make a website. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Or listen Chris, to I a like book. audiobooks. <laughs> do you like audiobooks? I love audiobooks. <laughs> I love audiobooks. Do you, have to- do, you, do, you, do you... Aren't they expensive, though?
3: They
2: are expensive.
0: So what do you, what do, you do to find an audiobook that doesn't cost a lot?
2: Um, I go to the Kindle Daily Deals, and then through WhisperSync, I can get the accompanying book for about a dollar.
0: What if I told you you could have a membership...
2: And Why would every, I do that if I already get really cheap books? We're not really good at this. I don't think our <laughs> ads are
0: going <laughs> gonna get us anywhere. <laughs> no, terrible. Oh well, I guess we well, I guess we just Either won't get Either way, have on every
2: website, type in coupon code RPGcast or RPGamer <laughs> to save um, to save no percent on your purchase.
0: <laughs> to save nothing. But maybe one of them will get smart and be like, "Uh, let's let's just contact these guys."
2: hey, hey wait a minute. Even if you did start making ad revenue, who gets that money? Uh, I do. Uh huh. So I can
0: quit my job and devote myself to RPG-related streaming full time. Uh, uh,
2: uh, hey, hey, Andy and Notgo ain't no fool. That guy gets paid for his appearances. Does he? He has to.
0: Yeah, he probably does.
2: Quinn, you and I, we demand funds.
0: Is it just me or is Twit dead? It's kind of dead. It's the, like it's it's over.
2: It's old man stuff now. Yeah. Old man talk. Let's Let's old man talk.
0: What is Twitch streaming right now? Are they competing with us? Do they have anything live? Oh, we used
2: to, we were, we to, we used to compete with the uh, the instance the was doing. Yeah,
0: a, yeah, but they they're back on Fridays, I think. No, no they got nothing live right now. I'm just looking at go. Fat Leo Laporte. Get up the after a show. The
2: only live video game podcast on a Saturday morning. I guess afternoon for you.
0: People need something to do, Manny, because they beat Twitched beats Pokemon. Or Twitch Plays Pokemon. That's done. There you
2: go. Come, come watch us talk about games. All finished. That, are, that we kind of sometimes play.
0: Chris, now I guess they're going to move on to the next one, right?
2: Twitch Plays... Harvest
0: Moon?
3: Oh, man. I want that so bad.
0: Oh, there's a countdown. The end. Twitch Plays Pokemon The End. A new adventure will begin in 17 hours, 49 minutes.
3: Yep. They're switching to Golden
0: People silver. are still typing anarchy and democracy into the chat room.
3: <laughs> Probably boss. <sighs> what are they?
2: Can you imagine how many times just, all the battles were just a radio station to listen to in gold and silver? I want to listen to this music. No, I want to listen to this music.
0: What? What time is it? Seventeen hours from now. Why did they pick that? That's weird. All right. Oh, uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. I guess uh, I'll go first because I have lots. So, I've been playing, let's see, I tried Galaxy on Fire 2 on my PC, it bored me, so I stopped playing it.
2: Why would you try that at all, period?
0: Um, because I heard it was good and addictive, and you fly around According as a spaceship who? and mine stuff, so... According it was, to who? I don't know, people. Um, I didn't like it.
2: iOS people. Well... You yeah. can't trust them. Yeah.
0: I got it free in a bundle. Dota 2, I put in a match and realized that, man, I would like to be good at Dota games, but Heroes so of- much
2: heroes of the storm is for you
0: so much time and heroes of the storm yeah i need to wait for that the thing is so what i found out is i'd rather play league of legends because i i like how it's gets rid of some of the things i don't want to worry about that dota 2 has you worrying about like killing your own enemies which i don't want to do killing your own minions yeah i, I don't want to do that um and then but but the problem is i like the loot system that valve has created for dota 2 and I love how after I finish a match, I, I open things and like stuff happens. And I don't get that in League of Legends. <sighs> so I need if to try that. If only there Strife. was a
1: third option that mixed things. It's not out
0: yet. Heroes of the Storm is not out yet.
1: Yeah, that is a bit of a problem. Uh,
2: if only you were in the games press and you can somehow get beta keys to these kind of things.
0: Well, I'm not. So I don't. Um, Risk of Rain, I put a little bit more time into that. Only my runs do not... <coughs> My runs do not seem to go as well as Petra Klepik's runs on Giant Bomb. What's Risk of Rain? Risk of Rain is a roguelike with really good music.
1: Oh, okay. I thought for a reason I was thinking it was the the, Japanese. You know know the music for the first level in Risk Risk of Rain? Yeah. Yeah, that's my alarm clock.
0: That's a good alarm clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. I installed and started playing a little bit of Might and Magic Heroes 6 to see if it was any better than Might and Magic Heroes 5. Um, it feels exactly like *Might and Magic Heroes 5, so I don't know if I'm going to keep going with that. Uh, it also requires you play, which is dumb. Um, let's see. I put a bazillion hours into *Pirates of the Caribbean: Isles of War* on Facebook. I'm sorry if you've gotten any spam messages from me. I'm trying to I make get, sure I don't do get that. I get
4: a daily
2: message from uh, Michael Tidwell.
0: Okay. I try not to send it to people who aren't playing. Um, and I, my apologies if I mess whoa, up on that.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you playing a Facebook pirate game instead of playing the actual amazing pirate game with shit oh,
0: how I for? knew this week that you would criticize me for that. <laughs> I, I knew it.
2: <laughs> okay, everyone who's listening to the podcast, I just want there's to a, a little anecdote. Quick there's a reason. There's
0: about a reason. There's pirate my and, wife has monopolized the television for okay, fine, my streaming. I just want
2: to tell people I remember once on Twitter, Chris did this big call out. Hey, guys. I'm looking for a game with great ship battles. Can anyone help me out? So I go like, oh, Chris, I was thinking in my head, I could help him out. I just played some recent games with all this. So I I wrote this little email to him talking about, oh, this is a great game. It's about Battle of Midway. It's these big epic battles. There's this one that takes place in this this big submarine warfare. And then after like this big, long research email, he goes, actually, I was kind of looking for like a pirate theme with sails and cannons. I'm like, "You bastard!
4: (laughs) you bastard. And then it finally
2: came out. It's finally here. He's playing Facebook
0: games. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: This is why I always remember this, because mm-hmm. I actually did the work to help him. To help him <laughs> out. And then every time you don't play the Perry game, I think, son of a
0: bitch. All right. I'm also playing Bravely Default, and my summary there is the game's still good. I gave up on playing hard. I'm I'm not fighting this anymore. I'm just playing normal, because I, I st- found myself not having fun with the game. And i like, uh-oh, I need to change things. If I'm doing things that make the game not fun, I need to fix that. So I'm playing normal and abusing the heck out of the job system. And hey, I think the story me. is about to turn a corner and go super crazy. So I can't wait for that.
2: Never feel bad about playing a game on a different device. Yeah. I mean, that's that's so middle school. What? Well, I, I,
0: oh, I don't feel bad good. about it. I just okay. know, it, you know, I noticed that my attempts to make it challenging were making the game less fun. And so I had to stop
2: it's um, about what do you come for a game for do you come to a game like bravely default for like difficult challenge or you know no nah, you world? know I was
0: talking about this with a friend of mine and I think you know we just don't like a lot of the aspects of the battle system um like it makes the 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 battles the battles are kind of structured especially on hard like a puzzle game and like you need to know how to to deal and manage with the enemy abilities and, and choose the right things to counter them. But it feels like you're, you're putting together a puzzle without the right pieces. And it's, it's just odd. I don't know. I, I I just, I, the brave thing is so weird. It makes me feel like I need to use the brave command every turn and set up these great 16 move, um, 16, uh, turn move sets um, each time I get control of my characters to perfectly counter the bosses and enemies I'm fighting. But I need to do it again and again, and it feels like I need macros and like, sets of 16 moves to choose oh, I from you, on each as soon turn. As, I heard of,
2: as soon as I heard all about the braving and stuff, I'm like, I don't want to do that for every random battle I get into. Like,
0: yeah, get so you, you end up trying to come up with a generic one, but then that takes away the whole point of the job system. If you, Whenever you come up with a generic move set, what's the point of having customizable job abilities, Right.
4: So that's I, what I, I loved
2: about Final Fantasy Tactics was that because each battle was you know this you had a story reason for being there it was a set piece it was this difficult scenario that you could really think about how this one character in this class with these abilities really plays into the kind of tactics you want to employ and that that's why like the FF Tactics is still one of my favorite
4: mm-hmm.
2: I guess my favorite Final Fantasy game but mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine doing that on a, for like a random battle every five minutes I,
0: I think I think a game like this is more suited for active time battles but. Oh, well, hey, you got to play with what you got. Um, hopefully, they'll make some changes in the sequel that kind of tie it all together. Um, yeah, so that's going. Played some WoW, trying to figure out how much WoW I want to play. Um, so get, getting Matt. gear at this point in the expansion is kind of pointless, unless you have a guild that happens to be raiding and are trying to do high-end content because quite frankly nothing new is coming out for WoW until the next expansion so it's like I can invest a bunch of time but why bother
2: when does the expansion hit
0: Uh, we think later this year like third quarter fourth quarter but there's no date Mm,
2: mm, mm. alright ESO you're playing ESO right
0: uh, oh, yeah, I logged into ESO. So, yeah, I logged into ESO. I've got beta access for the weekend. Um, created a character that has interesting story hooks at the beginning. Um, you've been sacrificed, and you have no soul, and you need to go rescue this prophet guy and get teleported back to the real world, blah, 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 blah. So lots of stuff happens. And then I was deposited in the first town, and it's was like, all right, go over here and get some quests and like um, start getting some reputation with the villagers. And I walk up to the first quest giver and realize the hell am I doing this for I don't want to play yet another MMO that feels like every other MMO and that's definitely not with Skyrim as my combat system because if, if there's you know MMOs revolve around doing combat a lot right I got news for you guys Skyrim's combat isn't the most revolutionary or awesome combat in the world and to then combine that with a MMO style system uh uh-uh. no I I don't know that I want to do that so I logged out. Um, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't handle that. So, And then I played a bunch of Binding of Isaac. Um, because Patrick Cudd has been playing that on Giant Bomb was like, I can do better than him.
4: <laughs>
0: I didn't do oh, any better than him. I was wrong. Binding
2: of Isaac Rebirth is coming out soon. And it looks soon?
0: amazing. There's no dates.
2: No, of course not. Edmund Nobody McMillan has. will finish it when he finishes it.
0: I don't know. I, well, he's not working on it.
2: Uh he's doing a lot of the art passes and the new stuff, or maybe his part is doing. No, it's uh,
0: Nicolas doing it.
2: No, I know. I I, I follow Edmund on Twitter and his uh, blog. Oh, okay. they're working very closely together, and he uh, he's approving. He's doing all the re- art redesign. He's approving all this stuff. I haven't
0: seen any pictures of that game.
2: Oh, just go to his uh uh, uh Binding of Isaac, uh Tumblr or dot com or is it isaac dot com?
0: I don't know. I the the current one looks great though. I didn't know why I needed to wait for the new one.
2: Oh oh, the current one's a piece of crap.
0: Okay. It no, plays I'm not pretty saying that. Well. This is
2: from Ed McMillan himself, because he they built the entire. It, the game was originally gonna be this tiny little game jam thing they built in like two months. Yeah. With um with Florian, the, his programmer. So they built it in Flash, but because they built it in Flash, the thing is so bloated and it's laggy, and there's a lot of problems with it. And he just kind of got sick of the art style, so he decided to he decided to partner up with uh, Nicholas and just redo the whole thing from the ground so- up.
0: One of the things I'm questioning, when you start up Binding of Isaac, it gives a shout out to Newgrounds. Does anybody know why?
2: Because Edmund McMillan and uh, Tommy were got a lot of sponsorship from Newgrounds, and I think he met uh, Florian through Newgrounds, and they were publishing a lot of their work there.
0: Oh, okay. Um.
2: No, but believe me, though, if you like Binding of Isaac now, wait till you see the stuff they're doing with Rebirth. Amazing.
0: I actually do pretty... I I like it. I think it plays really well, except I have this uh, Wrath of the Lamb DLC in there, and it's added all this stuff that I'm not seeing Patrick Klepek have to deal with on his stream, because he doesn't have the DLC on there, and it added these stupid spiders, and I despise them, and I hate it, and I wish I could uninstall the DLC.
2: When I say piece of crap, I don't mean like the game itself, but I mean just sort of like performance can be really bad. Yeah, I
0: I understand. I understand. The technical engine's kind of crap, but it still plays really well. John, haven't you played Binding of Isaac?
1: um i played it a bit
0: did you give up on it then
1: uh no i just it was something david always played more than me oh okay i actually i can't remember if i did ever finish it
0: i was all like i was all like i'm gonna do better than 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 patrick because i can remember what all these darn tarot cards do and i was i suck
2: you're right, though. I just looked it up. Nick, Nick Ellis is doing most of the work, and Nick is overseeing a lot of it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Isaac.com. They, he's posting a lot of gifts of the... Because of, they're adding another Wrath, lamb si- Wrath of the lamb size expansion on top of the previous expansion, and they're refining a lot of the abilities. They're fixing a lot of stuff. They're having better item stacking. So if you have, like, a, a Epic Hack with a, the Snake Eyes, with this, all everything works the way it should and stacks greatly. And They're going to have, like, a... Sort of like daily runs, sort of like Spelunky. They're gonna add a lot of stuff. It's re- I'm really looking forward to it.
0: But no dates, right? Did you see oh, dates no. or time frames?
2: It's this, it's more than likely this year.
0: This year, okay.
2: You're right. You know what? I completely forgot about it. Macmillan is mostly spending his time on uh, Mugenics, Mugenics. and he's yeah. touching uh, rebirth every now and then.
0: And you're big on Mugenics, but not on Binding of Isaac. So I find oh, I love Binding of Isaac. Do you play it?
2: Yeah, I love that game. It just runs like crap. Even Have worse you on Mac. Um, no, I never beaten it. I've gone to like the last floor.
0: Like of the the real ending.
2: I don't even remember. It okay. was like a year ago since I played. it. All right, cool. All right. I, I, I got to the point where the slowdown was so bad that, and I knew rebirth was coming. And I was seeing the daily updates. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna wait till rebirth. I'll be good.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, then there's one last thing I played and it kind of spoils the news story, but the new patch for Diablo three came out to bring it up to 2.0.1 and they introduce, um, you know, basically all the mechanics of the expansion. So now loot 2.0 is in Diablo three and adventure mode. No, 0, no, no adventure mode is part of the expansion. So you have to so just pay for o. that. Yeah. Just loot 2.0, um, getting rid of the auction house, uh, Change, uh, changing the Paragon system, um, XP revamps, uh, new difficulty modes. It's completely restructured.
1: So, how is the game?
0: Um, a lot better.
1: I've heard a lot of people say that this is the game Diablo three should have been when it was released.
0: I'm a little sad to see the difficulty structure change because I like the old difficulty structure, but that's probably just because it's nostalgia or something. Uh,
1: but.
2: <laughs> once you play adventure mode you will not miss it cuz just having that kind of control and freedom to go anywhere you want with your friends jump around get rewards for mm-hmm. doing little quests and doing it at whatever difficulty you feel comfortable with to get rewards Yeah that that. Is,
0: that isn't really so much my issue it's more like the progression like i like the idea of having to beat the game 3 times um i, oh, was, yeah. I was okay with that um, I need to
2: give you damn i i i have some audio i need to post so <laughs> so you can hear the sort of what's his name the new guys i can't I remember
0: know. Not Jay Wilson. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what I've named them.
3: Oh, the little um the little dude that looks like he spends all of his time in the gym. With the spiky hair. And the glasses, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? That's the new dude. Okay, for he's, Diablo 3? Yeah, he's he was at BlizzCon. He's the new Jay Wilson. But yeah, he looks like <clears throat> he's like a fridge, man how much do you think how much do
2: you think of, of the auction house was all jay wilson or
3: oh of course nothing no was
0: all idea. one guy i mean that's that's silly to think that but
2: no i, no, I mean well not of course but i wonder how much do you do you think he pushed that thing
0: i don't know <laughs> but obviously they made some changes
2: yeah
0: um let's see i'm wondering uh, what was i going to say okay so i should tell you the uh, the game uh, Immediately, I I found myself like so. I've got an end game character, um, sixty paragon, thirteen something like that. Um, this the sort of thing I would play around monster power three or four. Um, I immediately needed to go to the highest difficulty level, torment, to to find enemies that were even remotely challenging. So I settled around torment two, just to give you an idea of where I where I inserted into the game. You can go up to like torment six or something like that.
1: Yeah, torment six is the highest.
0: Um, so I'm not ready for Torment 6 or anything. Uh, I played for a bit, uh, jumped into some public games, I was immediately, it was the day of the patch, so I joined the Shack News community and got an invite to the Shack News guild, uh, or clan, and the clan functionality is really cool, so you can, you'll see on the screen that you log in, like, here's all your clan members and the games they're in, and you can just... click join one of their games Um, I I really like that functionality so I joined some of their games found they were playing on a difficulty level that was too high for me joined some different games and then um, eventually left the clan because it was like well this is pointless because I don't know any of these people and it sounds like they need slots for actual people who go to shacknews.com so I left that so they'd have that slot Um, and you know I started an RP Gamer community so you can join that just search for RP Gamer um you can uh what was i gonna say um yeah then i just started you know i you you have this button you could just reset all your quests and start the story mode over um on whatever difficulty you want to and so i did that and started the story over on torment 2 and it was great and i i already got a legendary after like an hour of play um and You know, it was was an upgrade from what I was currently wearing. It was like, okay, this is the loot system doing what I'm supposed to. I was getting tons of wizard drops. I play a wizard. I never used to get this many wizard drops with the old loot system. Uh, Things feel good. And I want to play more. I need to play with other people. I'm pseudo holding off maybe for the new expansion. Uh, The Paragon system, the new way Paragon endgame levels work, uh, they give you these four categories and then within each category is like three sub options in that category. Uh, how do I explain this? So it's like a it's a mod four system. So your first paragon level, it can, you can spend the point in one of these three categories. Your second level, there's three different categories, and then there's four of those four of those types of things, and then it loops around. I don't know how high le- paragon levels can go, but it looks like you can really. M- Make a monster of a character I, by maxing seen, out some of these things. I've seen
1: paragon levels over one hundred
0: and fifty. Oh, and I should mention, I gained like three paragon levels while playing, which never used to happen in the in the old game.
1: So exp- yeah, the earlier I've heard they've changed, they've adjusted the exp the exp curve for the earlier paragon levels. Yeah, so I'm I just getting the paragon them like levels crazy. Are essentially unlimited.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that and that makes sense because some of these things you couldn't max out without at least fifty paragon levels in each category, which means you have to be able to get to at least two hundred. So yeah, uh, it feels great. Totally recommend people getting back into it. Uh, I want to play more with other people and get ready for the expansion. Totally going to dump into Diablo 3. Yay. Um, I would
2: recommend people, if you if you know you're going to get the expansion, maybe hold off so you get this big wave of new all at once.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, either way you want to play it. Yeah. Uh, it's only half a month. <clears throat>
2: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be out in deserve. no time, and you just get all of it all at once, and a new character, so if you want to jump around, try that new content again, try the new difficulty levels, and have it really feel fresh, and feel like the Diablo it should have been at launch.
0: And is that our big game purchase from March? What? Diablo 3. Oh my yeah. goodness,
2: March mm-hmm. is crazy. The amount of games oh, coming out in what March. What else is
0: coming out this month?
2: Everything is coming out this month. Like? I mean, you got like just big name stuff off the top of my head. We got stuff like Titanfall, uh, Diablo 3... South Park, Stick of Truth. There's a few other. Oh. So you've named
0: one game we care about.
2: Hey, you can be snotty. Those are all games I care about. Uh,
0: you have an Xbox One? Oh, it's Even coming out don't, to the old consoles. It's still a
1: game I care about. Hey, oh, right. I, hey I care about Titanfall. Yeah? Did you, know, did you not see my tweet? No. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I, I, I can't keep up 100% on everybody else's tweets. Yeah, I'm, I am sorry. You
2: need to start unfollowing people who don't matter. <laughs> and then he instantly unfollows both of us. <laughs> but I
0: like I like the stream of info. I like having the stream. Sorry. Anyway, so what what was your tweet, John?
1: Um I I, I like Titanfall, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, that's what Why that I was it. You're apologizing?
1: Yeah, there, was a, there was a back there was a minor back and forth between me and, me and I think it was Satchel. Well, what am I about...
0: thinking? I've got a PC, it's coming out on PC, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah, the PC version is the version
0: yeah, so wow, that's can, what I like, hear.
1: So I can play Titanfall on my GTX Titan. <laughs> yo, yo, dog, I heard you like Titans. <laughs> so I put some Titans on your Titans? That's great. Yep. <laughs>
2: hey, honestly, though, if, if, if there's a card to play Titanfall with, it's the top-of-the-line best one. Turn everything up. The, the beta
1: did look really pretty. Did I talk about the beta?
0: No, tell us about the beta.
1: Please beta do. <laughs> the data was That's cool. The be, end. No, the, the discussion, the, the 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 message that I left on Twitter was, um, it's like I like
0: I how know, you say that. Like everybody listened to this show, but well, they would have already seen it. Of course, obviously, it's, it was your Twitter message.
1: Well, hey, you, do you remember a while back when I mentioned about the multiplayer mode for Call of Duty Black Ops Two? No. Okay, a while back, um, David challenged me to play the free multiplayer weekend for Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Mm -hmm. And I seem to remember going on the podcast the following week saying that if they released like a a multiplayer only massively, you know, basically a version of Black Ops 2 without the campaign because I had zero interest in it, it was a fairly fun, low-number arena-based shooter, for lack of a better word. Yeah, sure, it's not Quake 3, but I don't think they were advertising it as such. You know, if you, I suppose if you want Quake 3 these days, you go and play Quake Live. Um, and <laughs> Titanfall is basically just that, but with free-running and giant robots. Um, I'd make a reference about it, but I'm not sure if anyone would get it. But it's basically Armored Troop of Votom's the FPS and I don't really I have
2: love to... Quinn. Shut the hell up. Armored Troop of Votoms is my favorite mecha anime ever.
0: I've never heard of this. Oh, it is so it's an, good.
1: It's basically it's an eighties it's an eighties anime that's like a, um it's imagine, a very gritty. Say, imagine
2: um Mobile Suit Gundam but skewed more toward um teens and adults
0: oh man i'm watching the opening video i love the music do,
1: do, 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 oh this do, is so 80s do, 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 The shading, know, it is painfully, but it's um but a bit like how it is designed to be very uh like kind of down to. even though i, I know it takes place on another planet but it's designed to be very down to earth um there's none of the like kind of even just like minor supernatural elements that permeate have you Gundam. noticed
0: that everybody in 80s anime has the same hairstyle for men
1: Oh yeah. Hey, that's fine. Was easy I mean, it draw.
2: I, I just look at the, look at modern anime. You can definitely tell nineties from eighties, from seven from seventies. Just by hairstyles.
1: Yeah, but but I mean, Titanfall is basically Armored Trooper Votoms, the FPS, and you know what? I'm fine with that. that so that's so. Does okay. that mean
0: it's better to play the the, the people on foot do better in Armored Trooper
1: Votoms too? I actually haven't seen the series myself because my only exposure to it is the <laughs> Super Robot Wars, which doesn't have any people on it. Am I the only <laughs> never... one who's actually seen the how, entire How run is there
0: this Football awesome Hops? mecha series that you've never seen, John? I've That's seen, like, not all three possible. Episodes. Chris,
1: Chris, this happens quite a lot with mecha series that are harder to find.
2: You know, Quinn, I was lucky at the How time. Did you I had find this them? channel called the International Channel, and uh. they would just show things from all around the world, and just happened to be showing mm-hmm. the entire run of uh, Armored Trooper Votoms and the irresponsible Captain Tyler. <laughs> just, oh, like, back to... but,
0: but that means this
2: thing is is
0: localized, so it must be obtainable somewhere. Oh, cool! Second Super Robot war Z Votoms, English subtitled.
2: You know, oh, I wow. like there was this entire. It went through like um, the series went through different stages. It. it, it it was long, but it never felt dragged out like maybe a Dragon Ball. So they'd be like, oh, now we're stuck in this jungle thing. It's sort of like this Vietnam equivalent. There was like the big city cyberpunk equivalent. There was like desert warfare. And it was all gritty. People were dying left and right. Uh, the mechs, while they were fantastical,
1: they, they, you know, as as all mechs are. Do they have light swords? Like, well, like, remember, the the, the mechs in, in Votoms are very small by mech standards. Mm-hmm. Um, they're close, um, but they also... Um, like, the, like, flight ability, which is, like, given to basically every important unit in Gundam, sort of bar none, um, is, like, a really rare thing, and the, 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 the mecha and Votoms move around using, like, these sort of, it's almost like mecha roller skates.
2: You know what it is? It's very similar to Front Mission, the Front Mission series, Front Mission 3 in particular, like, small scale, the things can, can roll and slide, uh, it's all very martial, you know, it's it's not less fantasy, more, like, internal politics between people. But, there you go. Thank so you for turning I into think, the anime cast. I love I it. Think,
1: but I think that's the reason why, um, like, for all of its modern Western FPS trappings, um, I'm kind of still interested in Titanfall, and we'll probably pick it up and release. Um, I do actually already have the art book. Uh, I, Quinn, I also have the art book
0: right the now. art book yeah. for Titanfall? Yeah, That's yeah, it's out. Titan
2: Books, strangely it's, enough.
0: It's I didn't think the art. W- wow, is there no, a, no, no, like no. really good artwork for this that I don't know about?
2: No, 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 Quinn, Quinn, Quinn. Titan Books. They, they, they do. I'm not. I mean, Chris, yeah. They do, Titan Books. They do great uh, hardcover, like full scale art books, and they're even. Their, oh, good. Their the limited
0: edition for- is only seventy five dollars.
2: Even the art book for something like Battlefield 4, it's it, there's a lot of craft that goes into making these games that you don't realize, and mm-hmm. how much of it is just
1: yeah, they like sketches, they like some of the like the map sketches and stuff, the the, the concept art for the various levels that are going to be included. are like these kind of massive landscape paintings that look really nice.
2: Right. Yeah, even like photo, even games that try and aspire for photorealism still take a lot of artistic, like technical and like knowledge, like just a lot of craft regardless so even like uh the titan books battlefield 4 art book is still really impressive to look at
0: three customer reviews for the titanfall art book on amazon um the non collector's edition is only 2650 uh Which it's four five star it's a it is beauty four star can't wait for titanfall and five star beautiful book
2: You know, the best Um, part is looking at the sort of the in-game graphics, like all the stuff they have to design for, like, signs and fake vending machines and billboards, and you get to see all of that just lined up. The kind of world you have to create behind it that you run past at, like, 20 miles an hour, and you may not only look at, like, in the corner of your eye, still takes a lot of attention, detail, and craft.
0: Uh, The only hardcover art books I get anymore are the ones inside um, Collector's Editions from Blizzard. Which...
2: Funny enough, aren't as good as the ones you actually have to pay money for because they actually have the script. Like, there's not just picture after picture that you can see online. It's here's why we drew this, here's what we were thinking when we did this. Look at the notice the detail on this, and we did this because it has more cohesive flow and contrasts this like real art book. Like, so I don't know.
1: Um, well, okay, so still speaking of giant robots, um. One of the other games I played this week, although I only started playing it yesterday. Um, some people on the ca- some people who have listened to the cast for quite a while will remember uh, uh, me speaking about a game called Ether Vapor quite a long time ago. Anyone remember I that?
0: host the cast and I don't remember that.
1: Okay, so Ether Vapor was a localized 2.5D um, sh- uh, shmup that is available on Steam done by a Japanese developer called Edelweiss. Um, which I really liked. Um, I played it quite a lot. And I did mention it on the cast. Um, it always... How do you spell it? Uh, Ether Vapor, as in E-T-H-E-R-V-A-P-O-R.
0: That doesn't... Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's two words.
1: Yeah, two words. Okay. Got it. Um...
0: I need to own all the shmups.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, there's also the recent release of Ikaruga as well on Steam. Is that out?! Yeah, that's been out for quite a while. Oh,
0: I didn't even re- realize that.
1: Oh, February eighteenth.
0: Mm.
1: So, I but uh, I'd say Ether Vapor was, like one of their like slightly older games. Uh, I know you way, know, are only like a Dujin development studio, so they they um obviously quite slow, some quite slow development times to produce their high quality games. Um, but they have released. Um, so Ether Vapor is kind of more <laughs> like the the, the player craft is like more something you'd see in a, like a classical shmup. Because it's an air, like an aircraft looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the new one that they've got, which is a game called Asterbreed. <laughs> yeah, I know. What it's a silly name! How do you spell that? Um, a S T E B R W E D.
4: Um, is that on the store yet?
1: Is... Sorry.
4: Is that on That's Steam? Not on Steam, but oh. it is
1: on. Uh, where did I get it from? Um. God, what's the name of the store? 'Cause this is actually one of those rare cases of a of a Japanese like distribution uh place taking money from down. you know uh taking money from um non Japanese accounts. Which was quite weird. Uh playism. That was a They seem to be the Japanese at least the, the playism Japan seem to be the Japanese developers who do things like Lamoana um uh, papers please. That sort of thing.
0: Playism, great indie games from Japan. I've never heard of this store.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so the Japanese site had... had um, Asterbreed's full version was only released at the end of last year. Um, they released a, a demo, which I think was the prologue in the first stage at one of the previous comic like, at least a year ago. Um, and I was kind of vaguely interested in it from, interested in it from the trailers. Um, so it is basically another 2.5D uh, shmup. But the player character is a is a giant robot instead of a fighter craft. Um, and it's bright, colorful. Therefore, you had to it, purchase it. And it well, it looks cool to play. Wait, so
0: it's on this site somewhere? Because I'm on Playism, yes. I don't see it. All right.
1: Uh, hang on. Yeah, I think you have to access the Japanese site. Uh, uh, I'll link it. All right. Link it in Skype, and I'll link it in chat. As well.
0: <laughs> I don't know how to make Astabreed in kanji.
1: <laughs> it's uh in written in katakana
0: but. oh okay i don't know how to write it in kat <laughs> same question i'll find it don't worry about it all right i've linked it oh jolly rover is that a pirate game about a dog
1: i have no idea what is it with
0: mean pirate games
1: i don't know i have an I issue have no... anna so yeah. um but yeah so I, I picked this up yesterday and it's it's quite difficult and i really enjoy it it's a lot of fun it's Don it's Michael. extremely bright and colorful as well
0: i like that i think all games should be bright and colorful um, I do not ones. think
1: all games should be bright and colorful. <laughs> it's bright, colorful, full of especially, really
2: bright...
0: Especially horror games. They should all be bright and colorful. <laughs> right.
1: yeah, yeah, um, oh, look like at that a... cute bunny wants to eat my face. But this is like Door. a kind of, you know, sort of OTT giant robot explosions everywhere sort of game. You know, silly alien plot, that sort of thing. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I, I don't necessarily recommend it unless you're a fan of Shmups. But if you're a fan of Shmups, you might find some enjoyment with it.
0: See, how much does this cost? Like, 20 bucks, it looks like.
1: Uh, 2,000 yen for me was, uh, I think, 11 pounds. So, yeah, it's probably close to $20. (laughs) They have a
0: trailer. It's not even in HD. Goodness. Oh, this is one of those, yeah, target a lot of things at once and kill them all. Yeah. Hey,
1: it's a fun game. The problem is, of course, if you buy it on the Japanese site, is uh, the story's all in Japanese. Of course, the most
0: important thing to realize about a shmup is needs to have really good music it's got does. to have that good butt rock feeling to it otherwise it's just it doesn't work
4: that's i thought the music,
1: uh, i thought the music was pretty good but... it's
0: rock that you feel in your bottom anna that's butt rock <clears throat> it's a thing you look okay. it up
1: but yeah no i mean i i thought it was i thought the music was good
0: yeah I, the trailer sounds great so far
1: so yeah. so um
0: oh All right, forget the rest of the podcast. I'm going to go play Shmupsy all next week. Bye.
1: All right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Um, uh, So there's that. Um, I've been playing a bit of Warframe, um, and I've also been playing Diablo 3, because I came back when the patch came out as well.
0: Oh, you didn't jump in. Okay.
1: Uh, That's because I've been playing on my EU characters to take advantage of the server, um, less server lag. Because uh, I do know that while I didn't actually get to a particularly high level, I think my US character only got to like level 20 in Act 2 somewhere. Um, I did know that basically being surrounded by elites on a higher level and having lag on your connection was basically a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically played on the EU, uh, discovered the ridiculous power leveling trick, and now have two level 60s. So, yeah, that happened. That's probably going. They're probably going to nerf the ever-loving crap out of that one, just so you know.
3: What's the leveling trick?
1: Okay, so basically, um, you get two people who are capable of killing the enemies in Act One, Torment Six, um, and then you basically join their game with a level one character, and you'll be level mm, about thirty-seven before the gates open.
0: That's pretty awesome.
1: And then you just rinse and repeat. Hex
0: that's part of the the you know that when you do difficulty levels like this that's one of the things that can happen
1: yep so basically uh what I've been spending my time doing is playing uh I had to I couldn't jump straight into torment because I didn't have level 60 gear when I got to level 60 I had like level 2 gear so I had had to start on normal get a little bit of equipment then jump up to, and then basically just jump up through the difficulty levels so I, actually, I do now play Torment, I'm on Act 2 in Torment 1, um, but that's only after getting you know, three Legendaries and a bunch of other rare equipment.
0: <laughs> All the Legendaries, they are like candy now.
1: Yeah, in, particularly in Torment 6. I've heard they drop like crazy in Torment 6.
0: Mm. So you're playing in Torment 6?
1: No, I play in Torment 1. Okay, I was At say. the moment. Like... I play, sometimes play in Torment 2 when playing with other people. Mm. I'm just not very good at soloing.
0: Yeah, maybe I should try some your tricks, then.
1: So, uh... But Monk is fun. I I play Monk, but I also Yay. have a... But I also have a Demon Hunter as well. Boo. And I have a wizard in the 40s or something.
4: Yay. Apparently yeah. we're
0: cheering for classes, so I figured I'd jump in on that.
1: Yeah. Um... Psychology like 101, yeah. I will probably... I have actually pre-ordered the expansion because basically the new patch kind of interested me enough to say, hey, you know, I'll actually want to play like adventure mode and get to level 70 and stuff. So uh, I've decided to uh, jump in on that one. Plus, it's Blizzard. I can usually be guaranteed at least a level of quality, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A passable level of quality. A level of quality that makes me dig my wallet out out of my monthly paycheck. <laughs>
0: Wait, your your wallet is in your paycheck?
1: No, my paycheck goes into my wallet.
0: Okay. I was um, confused. Sorry.
1: No, that's fine. It happens. And uh yeah, that yeah uh, much for co- me a lot. Yeah, uh, that pretty much covers it.
0: <coughs> What's Warframe?
1: Uh Warframe is a free to play third person run and gun shooter. Um it's uh on the both PC is this the ps4 one
4: that sucks yes
0: okay
1: doesn't suck it sucks chris
0: it's a free-to-play with
2: everyone so everyone knows if chris doesn't like it it sucks
0: yeah that's that's okay fine it this is the awesome ps4 uh, free-to-play shooter hey hey
2: hey you can recognize if it's quality just not for you I, but you don't think it's even that
0: do it you? didn't feel quality to me obviously john disagrees and i'm okay with that
2: yay uh. well, see anna chris has been playing if the game about emotional intelligence <laughs> emotional <maturity, and laughs> <intelligence.
0: laughs> uh, um i don't know what else all right J- uh, manny what have you been playing
2: Oh, oh! first up, uh, you asked me what's coming out in March. I, I got did. a list right here. And oh. I hear some big high profile names. I'm excited. We got South Park, Stick of Truth, uh, The Walking mm-hmm. Dead, Season 2, Episode 2. Yeah. We got Atelier, Eska, and Logi, Alchemist of the Dusk. Oh! Dark Souls 2, Xbox 360,
0: and PS3. That's oh, right! One. Yeah, Dark Souls.
2: Titanfall, uh, Xbox <laughs> One, PC. We got Towerfall, which is finally get, breaking free of the Ouya. Ooh, yeah. Uh, PS4 and PC. We got the Yoshi's New Island on 3DS. Final Fantasy 10 and 10.2 2 HD Remaster finally coming out March 18th. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes on everything March 18th except for PC.
0: Wait, what was the one before Metal Gear?
2: Um uh Final Fantasy 10 and 10.2 2 HD Remaster. Oh right. Oh yeah, okay. that's
0: coming oh. out as This is
2: huge. Infamous Second Son PlayStation 4. No. March 21st. Nobody cares. Oh, are you joking? I'm not. No. Jo- I'm not even joking.
0: No, cares. no, 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 no. You that's gonna, that's a big deal. A lot of people care. Yeah, not not compared to Titanfall.
2: No, no. Are you? This is a PS4. I'm this not is kidding. the first PS4 exclusive that actually looks pushes the the platform and is actually doing some new and interesting things with open worlds, destructibility, and sort of revamping the infamous uh, franchise to make it a broader, more appeal. You'll be surprised when this when that game comes out. It's going to be a big hit. People are gonna be talking a lot about Infamous Second Son. Uh great. Next we have the final part of uh the Bioshock DLC, Bioshock Burial at Sea Part two. Uh Deus Ex the Fall is making, is breaking free from iOS and coming to Steam. Of course we got Diablo Three Reapers of Souls and Titanfall March twenty fifth.
3: Man, you know what? I'm I'm taking it back. We're not doing a moratorium on game purchases in
2: March. <gasps> we can't, Anna <laughs> She wants Atelier, <laughs> doesn't she?
3: Uh no. No? No. Use this card. I want <laughs> the one I have in my sock drawer cuz I don't use it. Um <coughs> um I don't know about uh Atelier yet. I'm I'm playing through Totori right now on stream. Mm. And I'm I'm going to see what Sam says in her review cuz she's almost done.
2: So what is it that you want then? Oh, well, I know. Um, you clearly Diablo. want that is Warriors
1: 8 Extreme Legends on PS4. And PS3, Yoshi
3: yeah. And Infamous.
1: I think, I think Titanfall out of, the, out of the March releases, I think Titanfall is the one I want most. Um, but I've got to try and save some money because um, Super Robot Wars Z3 comes out in April. And I'm kind of buying that because they confirmed Bontakun in a trailer today and that basically makes it game of the year. <laughs> oh, and so. Chris,
2: one more thing about, uh, about uh, Infamous Second Son is that play people on the PS4 and who only have a PS4 aren't going to get to play Titanfall. So what are you going to be playing instead? Infamous
3: second Infamous. son. Um,
0: Titanfall on my PC.
3: Titanfall isn't a game for me, so I'm going to be playing something else.
1: Mm. You mean to tell me that you don't like giant robots, Anna? God, jeez.
3: I don't like shooters. Did you say it isn't a game to you? It isn't a game for me. Oh, okay.
2: Or as uh, cliches would like to say, he's my friend, not my cup of tea. It you just like had to squeeze tea.
1: another reference to T in, didn't you? T.
2: Okay. Anyway. So, <coughs> what have I been doing? Um, I don't know if you guys want to hear about this. Yes. I. Oh, you don't even know what it is yet, but okay. I
0: still Let's want to hear about it.
2: I yesterday I was aboard the USS Dewey. Enterprise. No, the oh. USS Dewey. Where
0: like was Huey and Louie?
2: It's actually named after Admiral Dewey, the hero of the, Manila, the Battle of Manila Bay.
3: Did he? Is he the one that made the decimal system?
2: No.
0: The Dewey decimal system?
2: No, <laughs> no, Hannah. It's a okay. The Dewey is a uh, a guided. It's a guided missile destroyer. As, as a part of the. One second, I have all of this info right here. Where was it? uh in san diego uh naval base home of the pacific fleet so yeah i was aboard the uss dewey okay uh, i got a tour of, like this is an active service vessel it's not a museum ship this is there are real sailors on board doing r- real stuff you have to get you know if you try to get in there they'll shoot you if, oh good unless, <clears throat> unless you have actual access and are supposed to be there wait then how'd of, you get on there I was part of it. I got lucky. I was part of this big tour that got to go and check it out. We got the, everything on the ship from the bathrooms in. The, how in, in
0: how the, do they advertise that? Come on down this weekend to the. You to know the what dots. it, it,
2: it was, they, I, I tagged along to some people who are going down for a conference in San Diego, like a, an official conference. Of, it was a society of women engineers. And I happen to know, know a lot of women in that society. And they were having this big conference in San Diego. And one of the things that this, you know, because. They have a lot of big sponsors like Northrop Grumman and a lot of big uh, naval uh, uh, military corporations and contractors. Yeah, and they like the idea of you know potentially showing women engineers who are interested in an active naval an active naval vessel maybe they might want to join or work with the navy or that kind of stuff. So I like I knew some people and I got to go tag along and actually check it out. I got to meet like you know the captain of the ship, several commanders of the navy. I got to see. Where people sleep. I got to see the diesel engine. They just, it was it was weird how much freedom they gave you on a real ship. Just so ba- the only rule was don't take any pictures, but you can go anywhere and touch anything. Just don't hit any valves or whatever, and, and don't launch any missiles, please.
0: Don't launch any missiles. We, we would really prefer that.
2: <laughs> so it was like a really cool experience. It was really interesting. I got to see everything from the gigantic deck cannon. That apparently mm. can launch from where it was stationed all the way into Mexico. That's how far you can shoot. Got to see uh, where they hold their two mit- There's two helicopters. The helicopter launching pad. It was it was really informative, interesting tour, and it's just sort of to, it's nice to. It, it's easy to get on a, like a cruise ship and sort of experience that, or like an old museum vessel, but to see where people are living and working, and sort of get to experience it was really fun, and enjoyable for someone like me who's a history and a military buff, and loves ships in general. And it was pretty funny too. It was a tour guide. We we went into the the men's bunk area, and they had to go. Women coming on deck. Women aboard. And it's like I was felt so bad. Like here's the bathroom. You guys want to walk in and check it out? And I was like the first one to walk in. I noticed there was a guy in the stall. I was like, oh, I feel so bad for this poor guy. He just, you know, he had to go. He had to go take care of some business. He's probably reading a newspaper. And next thing he knows, like forty women walk into the bathroom getting a tour while he's in there. I was like, maybe we should just leave. But yeah, that was fun. Good experience. That sounds cool.
0: Listen, these are highly trained servicemen. They know how to poop in all conditions.
2: (laughs) Could you imagine? When business needs to be done, these are the guys you call. Here's Ensign Lewis. As you can see, he's he's availing himself of the of the facilities. (laughs) Private Lewis, please wait. Did they say
1: that? (laughs) No, no, that would have been. Wow. It
2: was good fun. It was good fun. Right. Um. So, in a similar vein, what I've been playing is uh, a couple of uh, Xbox Live games with gold free games. Uh, I've been playing Toy Soldiers, the original game, which is set. You know, it, Toy Soldiers and Toy Soldiers Cold War. And the idea is that it's a tower defense game, but in a kid, in a child's play. I guess with Toy Soldiers, less a child's playroom, more like a, a military buff, the kind of guy who paints. Okay,
0: like, now, led- can I, I need to rant here a little bit. Yeah. So the, yeah, the Toy Soldier game you you play. I don't know, but okay. This is part of Games with Gold. You got it for free because you're a Gold member, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I'm just I'm, I'm 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 frustrated a little bit. This Games with Gold program is so messed up, and it, I had no idea this game was out and that it, that it was that it was free. Um, not and I understand that I should probably be going and checking the Games with Gold site twice a month on the first and the fifteenth, right? I didn't do that, uh, but it just really frustrates me that there's like no push, no publish- that's publishing Chris, of this information. Chris, 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 versus on, literally Manny. on the front Manny, page. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait! Literally on the front page of the dashboard.
0: I don't open in my like Xbox. The front
2: box, it says free game with gold. I don't holes.
0: turn on my Xbox. Don't give me that. Well, that's the bigger problem. But, it? no. Well, that <laughs> the, yes. But this is their problem. They should be getting me to turn on my Xbox. Manny, do you understand? I know a half a month ahead of time what PlayStation is giving away for the next month, right? I've got like 45 days of lead time to get those downloads in. I never know what Microsoft is giving away.
2: Uh, Major Nelson, if you follow him on Twitter. I don't follow him.
0: Well, I do, but no. He, he
2: talks about it. Uh...
0: Oh, Major Nelson. Talk about last gen. Oh, that's mean. I got a cool picture of me with Major Nelson. Oh,
2: okay. So, how about this, Chris? I will let you know. Oh, you're going to be my personal PR
0: person. All right. When
2: the Games of Gold games are coming out. Like right now, if you sign in to your Xbox Live Gold account, you can, or go to Game with Gold, you can get Civilization Revolution, which is really good. Done. Downloaded. Okay. Toy Soldiers Cold War. So, okay. So, Toy Soldiers, the first one is like, imagine. A guy who's really into World War II and Wait, wasn't this, lead- hmm? wasn't this series
3: originally I on the PlayStation? Wasn't this series originally
2: on the Playstation? No, it was an it was uh it was Xbox Live uh Summer of Arcade, one of the very first ones.
3: Okay. Cause I remember a game like this being on like the PlayStation One. I think it was called Green Army Men.
2: It's uh it's similar, except the Army Men franchise was like done to death and they were like first per- they were third person shooters. This one is like a really like a tower defense game that takes place in like an imagine like a, a, a really handcrafted diorama. And they have like the little guys and the lead figurines and you you can gas them.
4: With... Gotcha.
0: You can
2: gas them? <laughs> it's World War II. Oh, that's
0: <laughs> sad.
2: <laughs> it's, it's actually quite fun. It was, can they you get did the really
0: Agent of... Orange expansion? I mean, come on.
2: Agent Orange? Come on, man. That's Vietnam.
0: I know. That's what I'm talking about. That's why it's like an expansion.
2: Uh, Vien- and, and Toy Soldiers Cold War is a lot more 80s. You can, you can sort of 80s G.I. Joe figures. There's like a – you can drop down a Rambo guy who comes in and sort of shoots everyone up. Mm-hmm. And they, they did really good with their uh, Cold War theme. There's like the level in Vietnam and you have the Vietnamese coming through the through the jungles and fake Stallone going, you wanted a war? You got a war? <laughs> ah!
0: No, that's so that the, Rambo game you can play now. That that Unreal's Rambo shooter. Is
2: it, let me guess, is it really really bad? It looks really. I, I was they, they did a quick look, look, look on it. it, it looked
3: really
2: bad. <laughs> so yeah, both Toy Soldiers games a lot of fun. It was really. If anything, um, the the first Toy Soldiers is a little older. You can it's uh, I think you could pick it up for five dollars now. Um, it, it's not as uh doesn't have as many interesting mechanics or different changes as the second one does. But just for the aesthetics of playing with these little tin soldiers and these little diorama boxes and, like, flying around little biplanes and all this kind of stuff, it was fun. It sort of scratched that little itch. And uh, same with Cold War, which I'm not done with yet. I'm going to go through that. And after that, I'm probably going to want to see what else I'm going to do. I'm probably going to have to finish up some RPGs and a lot of good iOS games have been coming out recently and are still coming out. So this is the year of some great iOS games finally. Like, for example, uh, you might be interested in this, uh, Out There. Have you heard of this one, Chris? Uh, out There? Yeah. No. Um, if you guys go to, like, OutThereGame.com, imagine... I don't want to quite describe it like this. It seems a little lazy, but like imagine an FTL with no combat. Sort of like this uh, hand-drawn experience, randomly generated, where you're uh, lost in a universe, and you're trying t- to make your way home, and you're just sort of flying through space... You're inter- you're coming into contact with alien species and communicating with them. And, and, well, you're trying to. You don't really understand them at first. And you're trying to manage your resources. And it's, like, some really beautiful, hand-drawn atmospheric. Uh, it's it's less FTL. In, it's not FTL, like, in combat. But really what you have are these sort of randomly generated uh, choose-your-own-adventure-story moments. Like, it's
0: comic book-style art.
2: Yeah, it's really nice. It, I mean, a lot of people are really... Uh, a lot of getting like rave reviews from everywhere lots of games of the week or crafting
0: like and managing elements and stuff
2: yeah mm. it's really good another recent ios game that just came out was really might want to take notice of is uh called autumn wait autumn dynasty warlords this was a this is a sequel to a game that was on ios it was like a really good sort of uh ink drawn hand style uh World War II, I mean, excuse me, RTS game on the iPad set, like in uh, feudal China or the Warring States period. This one takes it a bit further with this entire strategic layer on top. So think like Nobunaga's Ambition or, uh, or, oh, I forgot the sequels to those, or Romance of Three Kingdoms. Well, not as in depth, but like you, you have one territory and you manage your you manage your city. You can build buildings, and then you take your forces. And you can try to conquer the entire continent, and you sort of take these different factions. And the RTS element's actually really smart and well done on on an iPad. You sort of they they really go with the ink style and sort of ink hand drawn uh, motif. So you just sort of draw little ink brush strokes around your units, move them over here. It's all really easy to control, plus the strategic layer adds a lot of replayability and depth on top of it, and it's a really good game for the, the small, like, Singaporean developer who's really got the got the style and the gameplay and the cool strategic layer on top down. And there's, like, a lot of little stuff like that that are coming out soon, like Battle of Gettysburg. I mean, Gettysburg and Thai Turns, crazy RTS game from Shenandoah... I mean, wait, turn-based strategy game from Shenandoah Studios, I got that one confused with Ultimate General Gettysburg, which is an RTS, which is all coming on Steam. But Gettysburg, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I'll keep you guys apprised. But what, uh, wait,
0: what was that one called that you were just talking about?
2: Um, there's two Gettysburg games coming on iOS. No, say. not
0: Gettysburg. The one you the, with the ink strokes.
2: Oh, oh, Autumn Dynasty Warlords.
0: So this is a Dynasty Warriors game.
2: <coughs> no, not at all. Oh. Think Autumn more, Dynasty.
0: I see Autumn Dynasty RTS. Oh, there's Warlords.
2: Yeah, you think think uh, Nobunaga's ambition. So, what's the difference
0: situation? between the the? Uh, what's the difference between the RTS and the Warlords? That's their first game. Oh,
2: this is the, the Warlords is the sequel.
0: So, this is an RTS game too.
2: Yeah, but it has the strategic layer where you're make, taking turns, sort of, sort of think like a total war. You know, you have the strategic mm-hmm. layer on top, building, you're building buildings, you're. Neat. Conquering territories and then you go into battle. Have you, you play played that other
0: um that Japanese picture book game that's out there?
2: Um Japanese picture book game?
0: Yeah. Just, let me get that. I'll
2: figure out what that's called. <clears throat> oh, and if you don't have the room 2 yet, it's on sale for a dollar.
3: Oh, oh yeah. we do. We're almost done.
0: I don't know why we're not done.
3: Because we haven't sat down and finished it.
0: Mm.
3: That sounds like a tourism, but.
4: Uh, yeah.
2: Hold on. Uh, oh, the, the company's called Touch Dimensions, if you're interested in it. On um, Dynasty Warlords. Cool stuff. If you like a Chinese, if you like the sort of Chinese motif and you like conquering territories and getting into battles and, oh, you can, and negotiating, like, uh, peace treaties and trade packs with other people. Some cool stuff going on. Just want to give some people a heads up on some of that stuff, especially out there. Even if you don't, aren't crazy about uh, an ITS on your iPad or anything like that. Out there seems pretty cool. And I think it's gonna be coming to Steam uh, uh, sooner than later. So if you don't want to play it on your iOS device or Android device, oh wait, yeah, out there is on Android. So. For all those people with a Samsung Galaxy, whatever. So,
0: the game I'm thinking of is called Tengami. T-E-N-G-A-M-I.
2: Yes, yes. Like, the heavenly, the paper game where it's yeah. a, p- a picture book. Yes.
0: I don't um, know if it's any good or not. So, I was wondering if you'd uh, heard okay. anything.
2: Uh, what I've been hearing from people who, is that it's, uh, it's very beautiful, of course. Great atmospheric design. Great music. Um, it's relatively short. Like, maybe two three hours of an uh-huh. experience. Um, and it's less of like a strict kind of difficult puzzle game is more of like uh, you know small light environmental puzzles while you experience this world and the story and the atmosphere. So I don't know. It's up to you if it's worth $5. It'll probably drop in price eventually. So maybe add it to your app shopper list.
0: Oh, good idea.
2: And then I've, just,
4: su- I'm going to add
0: all these system. games to my app shopper list. AppShopper.com, your place for tracking iOS sales.
2: And uh, you can subscribe to an RSS feed of your AppShopper list so you don't have to check the website. The updates can come to you whenever there's a price drop.
0: Or install the app on your phone and you'll get a push notification.
2: Yep, that works too.
0: All right, so Tengami, uh, Autumn Twilight, Autumn something. Autumn
2: Dynasty Warlords.
0: (laughs) That name sucks. All right. It makes
2: sense though, given the you know it's it's this whole thing about the spring and autumn period and it's a, out
0: there it's, out there is the game i actually want to come out on pc
2: i think it is soon i i'm not crazy maybe on the website they say if they're having going to have a steam release or not all right cool all right
0: no more skyrim for you
2: um you know i've played that game for probably 100 hours even if i never finished it or see the end credits mm-hmm. i've had a full experience
4: all right oh <sighs> cool i
0: think that's man that's plenty i feel like we're that felt like a show to me all right so
3: yeah it feels like we can stop right now right now um, the feedback or the news am i gonna be able to do right now playing <laughs> oh now?
0: yes anna go for it <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Sorry. I'll... laughs> Jerk. all right part two of the podcast the anna edition
3: <laughs> no i'm gonna whip through these really quickly because you did take a long time and it's been like more than a month since i've been on the podcast. So Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Five. Oh man. The final case and the DLC. Wow. Just yeah, wow. Um got back into both Flow Free and Pixel People on my phone because they both had updates. Yay. Um I grabbed and finished Weapon Shop De Omas. It's good, but repetitive. Um, yeah. It's it's worth eight bucks. It's probably worth a little less but yeah it's good as long as you don't mind repetition and beyond that uh, I finished Final Fantasy 12 which I think I mentioned before and now I'm streaming Atelier Totori, and that's fun I like they've done a good job balancing the jokes and the comments from all the characters that were in Rorona so that if you're like me and didn't play Rorona, it doesn't feel like you're, something's flying over your head. But I suspect they would be absolutely hilarious to someone who did play Rorona. So I'm actually in the final six months of the game. So I I will probably finish it Monday or Tuesday streaming. And then I have to pick a new game. Ooh, And that's my stuff.
0: Well, that was, that was concise. Thanks, Anna. All right. <laughs> let's hit up some feedback real quick. Uh, we had a question come in. Well, two of them. Uh, let's see. First, Silktail in the forums asks, I wanted to ask whether there were a lot of RPGs which give better rewards for playing on hard mode, because most of the ones I've played have actually decreased the awards just to add more challenge. Uh, well, except for the bragging rights achievements they add. So, yeah. Do you guys know of any that when you turn it up to hard, you get bonuses? Um, one Huh? Tails. Tails, okay. Uh, Diablo 3, for sure.
1: I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure Tails ups the EXP, and I know Vesperia at least ups the grade reward you get for battles. Uh, I think it's 1.5 on hard, and then it ups to 2, and then 2.5 or something. Possibly higher. But I think you also do get more EXP as well. So it's easier to level, at least. Hmm. Or higher drop chances. I can't remember. <laughs>
0: fair enough um all right cool so Tails and diablo there you go Tail. and then finally um got a question coming in from Shoyab says hello lovely rpg people <clears throat> some questions number one manny with deus ex the fall coming for pc should i wait for that version or should i play it on my tablet
2: play the pc version and here because it's, it's the out now compli- right um uh, no it comes out in march uh, the biggest complaint with that game is that it's it's well done on the platform. It looks nice and has the best touch controls you're gonna get on a first person shooter. But the best touch controls on on a, on a buttonless device first person shooter, still kind of crappy.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not gonna be that expensive. It's gonna be uh,
0: ten bucks. You,
2: yeah, you're gonna be paying more for sure than you would have otherwise. But you're gonna have graphics options. You're gonna have. They're gonna remove all the microtransactions. It's going to be – it's not that long, so keep that in mind. Like maybe like maybe six hours if mm-hmm. you replay it, and you can replay it a couple times. Yeah, I think all I want to know is can replays. I hack
0: email? That's all I need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all I want to do in Deus Ex games is hack email. All right.
2: I'm you, just saying it will look, <laughs> look better. you a I know. It will look pro- better. It will it'll play better if you plug in the controller. They're going to add the mouse and keyboard support. Um, if you waited this long – unless you really want to save the money, what's why not wait a little bit longer?
4: Okay.
0: Number two, would you recommend Final Fantasy X HD Collection? I haven't played the original games, but I like JRPGs. I'm much more into stories than battle systems, and I've read mixed reviews of the PS2 versions.
2: I say yes. I, I mean, say yes
0: you, as well. Um, why, why not? Well, the reason is because after Final Fantasy X2, if you... Find any translations of the novel they released and what they're planning for ten three. 3, you may go into like a fan rage and just want to have nothing to do with the franchise anymore. But if you can ignore that and just look at the first two games, yes, just play them and don't worry about it.
2: Hey, hey, the RoboCup remake is mediocre and boring, but well, these are, destroy my love of the original.
0: But that's, that's a remake, that's like not a sequel.
2: Hey, hey, you know what? Okay. I, I think Star Wars got progressively worse with each sequel. And they lost what made each one special. The more it went on, so like you know, you can say that this entire franchise is about Darth Vader, but, or you can just be like, you know what, I liked one, I liked two. I mean, I liked, I liked. You hope <laughs> I liked Empire Strikes Back. I liked Jedi, and just stop there. All
4: right.
2: Just because some guy, some fat guy on a rant says, "No, this is what really happened." Who cares?
0: That's my point. Is like uh, just just know that you're gonna have to cut yourself off probably after two. Um, why do you think question number three why do you think Microsoft and other companies feel they can get away with short changing early adopters with some rec- without some sort of recompense in the UK where I am from there, there's going to be an 80 to 110 pound drop on the system if you take into account the free version of Titanfall at least Nintendo had an ambassador program with the 3DS it's the fans who supported them early on who have been short changed I do understand the reason why they dropped the price what I don't understand is why they haven't had the decency to give a gesture of goodwill to those fans who supported them.
3: Who because goodwill doesn't put money in your pocket. Oh, no, that's right. They put out a press release saying, fuck you guys. What?
0: <laughs> oh, you swore. What, what was the press release?
3: We're not giving you any compensation.
0: Oh, that's nice of them.
3: Isn't that kind?
2: Mm. Oh, come, honestly, who cares, though? That's what early adoption is. Nah. You, you buy it because you want it. Even to be- Apple
0: gave compensation to people. And if if anyone doesn't have to, I would think Apple could have gotten away with not doing it. You know,
2: that was different, though, because... what? How is I it different? Was really, huh?
0: How is it different?
2: Because this guy's complaining about one game getting packed into a console.
4: Um, it's a $100 and price
2: another, drop, essentially. Well, it's,
3: yeah, it's a $100 price drop. Actually, closer to 110 And Why? they're adding in a $60 yeah. game. How are games
4: so...
2: Ex-
0: oh, because the price is going down, too. Okay, yeah.
2: Wait, the price is going down, too, where yeah? he's from?
0: Yes. Yeah. It's $500 and comes with a game, essentially, instead of $600. Whatever it is. What is it? No, no, no. There's going to be a... That is so weird how that's written. 80 to 110 pound drop. Maybe John can help clarify for us being our British representative. What? (laughs) Never mind. Go back to doing whatever you're doing.
1: No, well, no. What exactly did you want me to clarify?
0: <laughs> the the how much cheaper the system's going to be? What are they doing? Because
3: MSRP's don't work the same in England. It's closer
0: well, to help Japan. Us, help
3: us understand,
0: John.
1: Uh, okay. I, hey, what? It was hundred. It was hundred pounds. What the system? Who price keeps drop, booping? Me. Oh, uh, I think my. Uh, no, I think that's my, me. Uh, that's me. She's no, green. I thought it was me.
0: Yeah. No, we don't hear your boops.
1: Okay. No, no, I mean my because my i r c. is dinging occasionally um, but yeah, um so sorry, what was how much was the system price drop again? hundred pounds wasn't it uh, It says what?
0: eighty to one hundred and ten pounds, and we're just confused what's actually going on here
1: so. okay, well, to give some perspective, a hundred pounds at the moment is hundred and sixty seven dollars fifty that's quite a lot yeah, I mean, is it, but to you yeah. No, that's 167
0: dollars? Yeah, that's that's a lot.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, I didn't know about the price drop. That's different. I thought I was just talking about the pack in yeah. of the game to try to get some more No, sales. it's a double whammy. Okay, if, if, if to address the North American consumers about the price drop, about the pack in of the game. That's only a good thing for you. That means more people playing online, playing games like Titanfall, more people, bigger install base it means more games and more favorable development. It's what the company should be doing. And you bought that system on day one knowing that there wasn't a lot to play now and that things would get cheaper and things would go over, over time. I, you kind of have to realize that. That's what waiting in line is. You, you What you're paying for is the right to be the first one to have that. Because mm-hmm. there wasn't a ton of games that you had to have at that time, right?
0: Mm. I don't know. I I just don't... I think that things work different nowadays than they used to.
3: Well, I agree and I disagree. I mean, you, don't, you can't go into a console purchase thinking that the console price is going to stay static. But I also you think You also that, don't expect
0: it to go on sale the next week.
3: Okay, but that's um, a different one. So I also... I think one. that Microsoft's mistake was basically putting out a press release that was the middle finger. Yep. Should have okay, said so, nothing.
2: So move on to the UK and the price drop thing.
3: <sighs> yeah it's harder to it's defend not, there
2: <laughs> no, it's not really about defending it's just uh, we're getting upset about the basics of economics
3: yeah i mean i understand that people are frustrated but i mean i also realize that consoles don't appreciate they only depreciate <laughs> and and microsoft apparently they don't appreciate their purchases at that
2: price. <laughs> but you know what i mean like microsoft sold as much as the market would bear at that price and when it didn't bear anymore, they realized we have to drop the price because people aren't going to buy, it, even if we take. I know, a hit. but
0: now people feel like they they are owed some brand loyalty or something, and so <sighs> it doesn't go over very well. It, it, right or wrong, that's the market. It, it's different now than it used to be. It's not this this soulless thing. People don't like to put up with that anymore.
2: It's not even that. It's not even soulless. It's, it's just basic forces of economics.
0: No, but changing the price and not caring about the people who paid more is essentially soulless. It's, it's not caring about those people. I,
2: I don't agree necessarily. Okay. But that's just my perspective. I mean, you yeah, don't yeah. have to agree on everything. I, I
0: think that you're right that this is how things should necessarily be in a capitalism system and we should be okay with it. But I don't think we are.
2: I know that's the <laughs> problem, though, is that sometimes, sort of like Uber, like people get upset that Uber has like night, like can sometimes have, which is like a car service, can sometimes have surge pricing and increase their price by five times or fivefold. Yeah, but sometimes the alternative that's not is, their fault. Huh?
0: Sometimes that's not their fault. But but
2: but, but the alternative is that there wouldn't be cars in that street at all to meet the demand, and you'd oh, end okay. up waiting like an hour or longer to get a cab. Otherwise.
0: Mm-hmm. So I like uh, Uber. Anyway, no, that's you got I, me distracted. I, sometimes here. I
2: understand <laughs> the basic economics where they realized, where they realized, oh, crap. We we price it here because we thought this is what we can get. We got as much as we're gonna get. We can't get any more. We need to drop the price. So, I, I guess what they could have done maybe is the best case scenario is just not
0: like and f- Connect. Yeah, that that would have been a great idea.
2: Or not packing Connect is a. Uh, do they have a lot of Xbox Live Gold, Xbox One Gold games yet? No. are there any xbox one gold games
3: what do no. you
0: mean
2: like a ten dollar game oh like arcade game
0: uh i no? don't know of any but i'm not i don't have the system so i couldn't tell you for that's sure. what
2: i'm saying like if at, at the very least like if you're right because they do have to worry about long-term support for customers but i feels like two-sided though it's like uh, mm-hmm. you knew when you bought this damn thing but anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I think we don't know either, Showyab. I don't know what we can do. <laughs> uh, okay, Showyab has a suggestion for our question of the week. He says, Do listeners want to hear the game industry inside baseball conversations on your show? I, for one, enjoy the times when you do, but you often make the comment that it's too specific or inside baseball. I would be interested if it's just me or others enjoy these parts as well. So, right in with your thoughts on that question. Uh, kind of a show politics question. All right. Uh, and let's get into the news, cause man, we've been going a while. It's...
2: Wait, what was the thing? Show politics?
0: I said that was kind of show politics. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I missed the question. I was reading the chat.
0: He want to know if people want. He wants to know if people want to hear about uh, inside baseball conversations, or if they're too detailed and require too much knowledge of the industry, and we should avoid them. He wants people to write in and tell us.
2: Oh, look, Autumn Dynasty Warlords is one of the featured iOS apps of the week. Mm-hmm. That's great. So it's out there. Good job. Those games deserve recognition. and he's already <laughs> lost interest in the again. question. Wow, I must not like this question.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, let us get into the news. All right. First thing is Agrest War Zero is coming out on Steam. Woo! That's what everyone's been waiting for, right? The Agrest War games? on uh, I think Paramount. It's, I
1: think it's already out on Steam. Oh, great. Um, that one, I think that news piece is from quite a while ago it's from
0: february 17th so it's already out great nobody i think it is already out yeah Eh, no one cares all right so
3: (laughs) hey no no no, that's not true sadists care
0: (laughs) all right uh no that's a media story i don't know why i have that on there um, we've got pictures up from Demon Gaze on, uh, from N.I.S.A. Uh, da,
3: da, 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 da,
0: da, da. Uh, Muramasa is having another piece of DLC. Uh, Muramasa Rebirth, that is. And that will be on, uh, on the Vita, of course. And Fishy Tales of the Nekomata is already out. Genroku Legends, A Cause to Daikon daikon really like the the vegetable all right is uh the name of the dlc it'll be coming up and it's about a filling village that's starving and stuff and whatever dlc for uh, muramasa so if you're into that that
3: that's explains coming. the name
0: none of us have been uh playing muramasa have we
3: nope no
0: interested but just haven't gotten around to picking that up on vita probably won't um marvelous has a new harvest moon announcement
3: Yeah, they made that announcement a long-ass time ago.
0: Oh, well, we finally apparently talked about it. So, Harvest Moon Connect to a New World. Um, Terrible translation. Okay. It has been moving to Oak Tree Town in order to live among the villagers and learn the true meaning of success. Uh, It's coming out in Japan on February 27th. It's out. Oh, came out on Thursday, yeah, on the twenty seventh. So this week it came out in Japan. Uh, No news about who's bringing it out over here. Natsume lady, do you have anything to say on that? Nope. Oh, yeah. All right.
2: Uh, We're not talking about it at this time.
0: (laughs) Is that is that your statement, Anna? Nope. No. Um, we don't. (laughs) No no announcements to make at this time.
3: Sure. Sure. (laughs) But no.
0: We're not going to get anything out of here, guys. I'm sorry. She knows, too. I know she
4: knows.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know she knows. She could probably talk for half an hour about this, but nope, she ain't saying a damn thing. All right. All right. Next month, Anna's going out to Natsume, and she's going to learn more super secret things.
3: Anna, where's Natsume? California. Oh, what part? Burlingame. Burlingame.
0: Go stalk her next month.
3: Is that Southern California? It's right outside of San Francisco. Oh, okay. I've been to San Francisco like four times. Never seen the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an orange bridge. She'll be there
0: for like less than a day.
3: (laughs) It's just an orange bridge. It's just an orange bridge.
0: All right. Indie RPG Escalon has released book three. Uh, Came out on February 14th. Uh, It's a PC game. So you can buy it all on Steam. So if you've been playing those kind of an isometric RPG game, you can uh keep going with that. Um Ragnarok is coming out in uh April. They've uh let's see. At Ragnarok Odyssey Ace is coming out PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita on April 1st. That is not a joke. Uh, it'll be forty bucks on PS3 and um I don't know. And 40 bucks on Vita, but that edition will come with a soundtrack CD. Okay. And, uh, oh, the Vita version comes without the soundtrack for 35 uh, if you download it. So, whatever. Uh, it's an enhanced edition of the original Ragnarok Odyssey, so I heard good things about that, and this should be even better. I have to figure out what version of this I might want to eventually buy. <coughs> so I'll probably wait for a sale.
3: If I'm going to stream it, I should get it
1: on PS3.
0: Yes. Definitely easier to stream from the PS3. John, did you play any Ragnarok Odyssey at all?
1: I... Damn it. Muted. Um... Did I? No, I think <laughs> I own a copy of it, but never played it. I was okay. in, cause I got it around the time I was playing Wait, Episode 4. We
0: have a copy it. of Ragnarok Odyssey, Anna. Yeah, it's mine. Okay, you should play it.
3: It's on PSP, isn't it? No, Vita. Oh. And I, I think,
0: think, isn't that should... the one that they gave to you but meant to give to me?
3: Um... No, I'm pretty sure. Wait, what?
0: Remember, they switched games. Your, 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 your brother and your brother and sister-in-law switched games.
3: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> they got confused. All right, here's something that's not confusing. Atlas likes to bring out Persona ga- four games here, or Persona games here, and they just announced that all four of the upcoming Persona titles will be coming to North America.
3: And they're re-releasing. SMT. Uh, don't, this is a separate, so- is a that's a separate story. That's a separate
0: story, Anna. So here we go.
3: Why can't we just do them all at once? Because no, I need because to. Because I have.
2: I wrote like a page of notes about stuff I want to talk about the second one. Yeah. Okay.
0: So. The first four games we're gonna talk about Persona five coming out in twenty fifteen. Persona Q Shadow of the Labyrinth coming out this fall, twenty fourteen. Um wait, where are the other two?
2: <laughs> the dancing game and the fighting game.
0: Okay. But yeah, they the story kind of ignores it talks about all four games that have been announced and then only talks about two of them. So
3: Um yeah, because we're only covering two of them.
0: Okay, but still it's kinda of weirdly written. All right. Okay. I think she just forgot to finish it. Um it's okay. I understand how that happens. Uh all right, let's talk about the other one. Uh Manny, tell us what's coming out on iOS.
2: Okay, so you guys I uh, I heard some weird co- I had I heard some uh interesting comments about this like why this? Why on this platform? Yes. I'll tell you why. Okay, so Atlas just announced that the original Shin Megami Tensei, the original one, the one that came out on the Super Nintendo it's coming out. I mean, or oh, no, the original Nintendo wasn't it? Nintendo Entertainment. No, or I think Famicom. it's
0: a. I think it's a SNES game. It looks Super too Famicom? nice to be a Famicom game.
2: Oh, anyway, it's coming out on iOS on March. Was it thirteenth, eighteenth?
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, you you're, you're uh, really knocking this one out of the park, Manny.
2: That's the least important part, though. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. It'll pop up on iOS, and you'll buy it. <clears throat> yep. Or will you? That's what I want. It is.
0: Uh, it was about. Super Famicom, just to confirm. And uh, so this is a dungeon crawling type game, right? This is not like Persona. Um, just.
2: It's just like every, just like SMT uh, mm-hmm. one through Strange Journey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, first person dungeon crawler, uh, demon negotiation, uh, roll Lots of moral choices or dialogue choices to decide how the world's going to end up shaping, how the world's going to shape up. Uh, but you go ahead, Chris. Uh, any more details about this?
0: No, you had a, you said you had a page of notes. I wanted to hear
2: about it. Oh no, it was more commentary on the. Oh, story.
0: okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, March eighteenth. Um, they're also going to release Growlancer: Heritage of War as a PS2 classic on the PS Network. Um, Growlancer, sorry we've come up, we've covered that before it was apparently a hard game to get um in physically so now it'll be out and you can play it on your ps3 um yeah and there's a there's a, there's a trailer for t- smt that's all i know
2: i'm curious what do you guys think about shin megami tensei coming out on ios
0: um, bring it on 40 to 60 hour rpgs on the iphone um no thanks
3: 40 to 60 hour rpg on the ipad sure uh, okay
0: I don't it's just. It's. Uh, I'll be interested to see if it feels okay with the controls because it's just virtual D pad stuff. So. Mm. All
2: right. So the reason why I bring that up because I heard some comments like, "Wait, why is this coming out on iOS? That seems so bizarre," or that kind of stuff. But you know, actually, um, this is a new thing. Um, Shin Megami Tensei One, Two, and and the side stories to both of those games, if, have actually been on iOS in Japan, for like two years already. So the the big shock not is not that this game is coming out on iOS is that this game is actually getting an official English localization for the first
3: yeah, time. Yeah, because we've mm-hmm. never had the original original SMT game before.
0: So we're still missing Innocent Sin, right? Oh,
2: um, but that's a Persona series.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's like the only SMT game we're missing. I've, I've,
2: no, I I no, we're I'm missing we're missing all of the mainline stuff and the side sequels. Oh, okay. So we're missing like I said we're missing one we're missing two we're missing if we're missing if two and there's all this other stuff or if still if that oh, okay remember. but um so the, yeah it's interesting the first, I wonder if this was like a pet project within the company because they thought we have the source code for this uh, maybe I'll just local maybe one guy localized it on his free time <laughs> or something like that I'm really curious about that it just um, took
0: two years to do
2: <laughs> I don't I think I, I honestly think someone just said why not iOS is getting big um, so these aren't actually the these aren't actually based on the original releases. Uh, if one and two got a PlayStation and Game Boy Advance remakes with enhanced graphics, better map system, like just sort of better game flow, and those are the versions that are coming to iOS. What and this I- one
0: also came out on a lot of different series, right? Or a lot of different platforms, right? Oh no. yeah,
2: a lot. Well, yeah. Well, in Japan at least. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, uh, when I was looking at it. From what I remember, from what I saw last time of the Japanese versions, there's two play modes. If you there's a portrait mode, where if you hold it, you know, vertically, you hold your phone vertically, uh, the top half of the screen is the game, and the bottom half is sort of like the stylized virtual Game Boy Advance screen, you know, mm-hmm. with the buns. Or if you hold it in, in uh, hor- uh, landscape mode, horizontally, the, the buns are overlaid on the screen and sort of trans- semi transparent. Um, so you know, you, it's nice that you have some choices how you want to play the game. Um, another thing is they were all about fourteen dollars uh, when converted to U.S. dollars when they both when they all came out. So that might give you an idea how much they want to spend, um, how much they're going to charge for these. So I don't know if anyone. Hopefully, I, I know Square Enix can get away of charging that much money. Hopefully, Atlas can, or maybe they'll drop. I'm know. I'm, I'm
3: kind of getting to the point where on iOS I will pay for a good game. Yes, me and too. I'm less fussed about the price.
0: I'm still fussed about $15.99 for a bad version of Final Fantasy VI.
2: So that's why I'm I
3: curious. I'm really I want it so to I can
2: stream it. Stream it. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully if this does well, we'll get official localizations of 2 and if, which will be the first time that ever happened. That would be uh, amazing. Um, I know you might not be, I, I, and so to those people wondering why iOS, it's because they already had it. <laughs> the work yeah. was already done. <laughs> So the work was the localization, not the bringing the game to iOS part. So, yeah, hopefully they can do more of this. And if it does well, maybe they'll do the work to port it to Vita, to 3DS, whatever. So, yeah, so those wondering why not 3DS, why not Vita? Because the work is already – the code work is done. They just need to localize it. So, yeah, cool. That's Those are the little notes I had.
0: Oh, right. We do have all the Personas now, because we got a PSP version of the one we were missing, and then we have a PS1 version of the other one, don't we? Yep. For Persona 2. I think we're missing
2: one Devil Summoner, the original. Oh,
0: a Devil Summoner? Okay.
2: Yeah, the very first demo. Oh, and I guess if you want to count it, we're missing Majin Wars.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that is. Okay.
2: (laughs) Oh, if you want to know (laughs) more, if you want to know everything there is to know about the SMT franchise, go to Hardcore
3: Gaming
0: 101. Do uh, Do we have an RPG backtrack on that? Um, we should probably have an SMT backtrack.
3: Yeah, there's been a couple. It's just but I don't remember how the recent game. they are.
0: Maybe an SMT and a Persona to no, split no, no. it up.
3: There's, no, no, there's been backtracks on oh, both okay. of those series. It's All just right. I don't remember how recent
0: I they know, are. But it doesn't matter if they're recent. Go listen to them and you'll get some stuff too. Oh, and then Hardcore, hardcore gaming? gaming 101,
2: Encyclopedic, each release screenshots on our site.
4: Who cares? Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, Hardcore Gaming 101. They'll catch you up. All right, where are we at? Oh, Evil Quest uh, from Chaos Soft Games. It's an Xbox Live indie RPG, Evil Quest. It's coming out, or it's out on it's Steam out on now. Steam. Two bucks and comes with achievements, autosave, quick exit feature. I didn't play this at all.
3: Yeah, the consensus seems looks, to be that okay. it's very average. Huh,
0: good. Average games for two bucks. I think we can handle that.
3: Uh, so, um, some people were playing it up a little bit on the forums, some people were playing it down a little bit on the forums. So,. I think it's going to be the kind of game you just have to play it for yourself. And I would play like it
0: on the TV, not up or down, just sideways. Uh, Dead State, a survival horror role-playing game. It's out on Steam and early access for twenty-five bucks, and it'll go up to thirty when it actually comes out. Uh, go check that out if you want survival horror RPGs and feel like being part of the development process, since that's how early access works. Uh, Risen 3 Titan Lords. The third game in the Risen series has been announced by Piranha Bytes, the the, uh, publisher for that. And this is going to a classic, I guess, fantasy style setting. It'll be out in August. There's screenshots up on our site you can go check out right now, uh, including a bridge with portals spitting forth lightning from the sky. Um, Let's see. In the delicious notes for this podcast, you can find a link to a story where they they recreated a Final Fantasy VII song with floppy drives as the musical instruments. I think it's awesome. You should go listen to that, those who fight further. Oh, here's one. New roguelike, Pound Dungeon. You generate levels via Twitter. So It's a top-down bullet hell roguelike that challenges you to clear every room before taking down a final boss. Excuse me, And you create code... By tweeting code tagged as pound hashtag dungeon, you can add new content in the game. And that's a way to share it. So you just share it over Twitter. And there's a tweet room and all sorts of stuff. I think that's really cool. It sounds
3: like it could have potential. Yeah,
0: I wonder how much it'll be. When does that come out? It's out this summer. So we'll talk more about that then, I bet. Um, I'm going to mention this because I think it's awesome, even though it has nothing to do with RPGs. There is a mod for NBA 2K14 that makes all the characters uh become Sloppy characters birds. from Space Jam. Oh. <laughs> so you can live out your Space Jam fantasies, as the story claims.
2: You know there's a Space Jam 2 coming out. No, Sorry, there isn't. LeBron that James. was uh
0: that was that was uh denied by LeBron James folks. <gasps> Sorry. My
2: dreams of a movie I was never gonna watch are shattered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I totally would have watched that. All right. Um, if you do need a follow-up to Space Jam, uh, please keep in mind the Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden and its sequel arc. Do consider Space Jam as con- canon, so you can uh, follow up the story there. Uh, and Those are indie RPGs that you can go download. The first one for free. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a new mythical Pokemon that's been revealed. <laughs> Diancie. Or Diancie? I don't know. It is a, an... Ex- I don't know. Maybe it's a, the Pokemon. I guess so. It's a <laughs> extremely rare Pokemon. Uh, la, 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 la.
3: That everyone who goes to GameStop will be able to get.
0: Oh, is that it? They didn't say how they're going to get it No, yet.
3: I know. I'm just making fun of it. It's an extremely rare Pokemon. So yeah.
0: extraordinary. It can be only be mythical. It's rock and fairy type. That's cool. And it does something with diamonds. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to get it. I don't know when you're going to get it. But uh, there's a trailer out about it. And I'm assuming there'll be some sort of event revolving around it soon as well. Uh, deep Down doesn't have female characters in it because of the story. Um, yeah. Turned they into of, a thing. They,
3: they bobbled. They, ah, more PR bullcrap yeah. that they should have handled better. None of this. So the official reason that they gave is if the f- protagonist was female, it would ruin the story.
0: Um, Maybe that's true. I don't know what the story
3: is. Seriously? Yeah. That's bull. Nah.
0: No. Sometimes if you're writing a story... No. No, 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 no. 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 If you're writing a story and your character is male and it makes only sense for the character to be male, it, for the story that you're writing, that's fine. You can't just go and gender swap the main character of, like, Wheel Wait, of Time and expect it to be though, the same. Why not?
2: When you're done, when you're Dungeon Diamond, I thought you could make a character, though. Because it's a different... Because,
0: well, especially in Wheel of Time, there's a lot of gender-specific interplay
2: between the characters. So, this can you create your own character that's dun- dun- Dungeon Diamond or not?
3: Yes, you do create your own character. Then... I'm-
2: it doesn't spoil anything.
0: <laughs> no, I do you uh, do you make
3: characters? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Um no, I, I, again I disagree. Um no. I I no, I'm I'm going to seriously read books. You can't just take certain stories Gender it's swap the character and have it be first, a copy paste. This isn't a work of
2: Shakespeare. It's not Tolstoy. Because it's not
0: the same. It's dungeon Anna. diving. You, when you have, if you have story elements that actually talk about gender interplay, you'd have to completely rewrite the story for both genders. And that adds to you development. Know what? It sounds topic. like a BS thing
2: where it's what a stuck in a in a why?
0: What do you mean why? If there's gender interplay, what does it matter? I'm not talking about Romance. Yes, I'm aware. I'm talking about. Un- Have you never read a story where they explore how the differences between men and women, Chris, and how how characters Chris, relate honestly, to each other? Think
2: this game, this yeah. game, this Capcom wannabe Dark Souls, is really going to be that.
0: Um, let's see. No, I don't. Honestly, Chris, I, I, I this don't think is, this is written like we didn't of budget anything. the <laughs>
3: necessary money to make female models.
0: Yeah, that's probably more like it's what a, it is No,
3: I'm telling you, that's yeah, what
0: it is. That's probably what it
4: is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and they just they just handled it badly. Yeah. They could have they could have done a million different things with this. Just, they could have they could have said up front we didn't budget for female models. I, I completely I mean, agree. They I could have gotten the same amount of garbage that they did, yeah. in saying that females just wouldn't work. But at least people would have respected them for, you know, telling the truth. I, I think that the they excuse- the, the thing that they actually, the thing going. that I wish they would have done was number one, shut up until launch. Because this is not something you need to a culpa on. And number two, they could have said at launch when people started bitching, we're keeping it in mind if there is enough player interest for DLC. Boom. So
2: I, my. And is much better at PR than they are. Yeah.
0: So, well she is, but
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, doesn't Anna work PR? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's her job to be good. <laughs> so what excuse does
2: Capcom have? Do they not have
1: a single person in their PR department? No, they're just all incompetent. I just this
0: whole story made me frustrated as I saw it play out because I didn't like how people seemed to be anti the idea that you could have story that is written from a ger- hey, certain no gender-specific argu- p- I, I position. Think you know? I think no
2: one is arguing that Ellie, that that, that uh, Ellie or Joel in The Last of Us shouldn't have been the gender and the people who they were. Because that game was all about telling the story and this interplay between these two people, this this guy and his daughter surrogate <laughs> and his young girl and his father surrogate. That works. That's exactly what that is. This is a game about dungeon diving and killing dragons. Yeah.
1: Get off your high horse. This is
0: probably not the game for that story. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right.
1: I, this is something I'd more expect out of the developers of like I don't know Crusader Kings two. Doing Game of Thrones,
0: I think it reveals something though. So have we have we gotten to the point where unless you have a good excuse, every character needs fully selectable hey, gender you know options? What? You
2: say that though. You, you say that though. But inclusion is a hell of a thing. Let me tell you something. I've played a lot. What of did games I say? Could, I, I said, I, I think you say that, but inclusion is important. Inclu- feeling include is very mm-hmm. important because as someone who's grown up playing a lot of games, where you can create a character. And you can have your character have orange hair, cornrows, and everything, but you can't make them brown. I know what it feels to not be included. Mm -hmm. And I said, why the hell not? You can have – I played enough game where it didn't even make sense why they wouldn't. They just didn't think about it or care.
0: So here's here's my question for you, Manny. Do those racial options need to be extended to a world where those races don't exist? Just should that world be altered so they do exist? Because the player might identify with the character and need that f- feeling. I of think inclusion? the reasons
2: for latching onto a lot of those things are complete BS. What do you mean? Because first of all, I think if you're sitting if I'm playing a game about the Napoleonic Wars. Mm-hmm. Of course, fine. If I'm making a general in Shogun 2 and I can only make a Japanese general and he's only a man because that's what it was at the uh, time... Here,
0: let I me totally let me generalize it. it a little bit further. If you're creating a fantasy world for a game, should you ensure that all earthly races are in it so you know that what? players can feel included?
2: It, de- it depends very specifically on the scenario we're talking about. But I think in a lot of cases, in a lot of the kind of Japanese RPGs that we're, we're talking about, you can have... You can have cat people, raccoon people, you can have green, orange people, you can have whatever people, but one brown person and suddenly the entire fantasy is ruined? F you. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I say to that. F you. Well, Straight well, up.
0: you're you're assuming that people are saying. Well, putting that in here would hurt it. I'm thinking more along the lines of no, they just never thought to put it in to begin with. Yes, and that, that, do that, they that, need yeah, to ensure like their it's thoughtless
3: there? Thoughtless doesn't excuse them. It's just that they're thoughtless.
0: Okay, well, uh, but that's that's my point. Is are we at the point where you need to think about that rather than just feel free to create way. whatever yeah, world you want? Let,
2: let, Chris, let me say this one thing. For yeah. you. That something as uh, I don't want to be this, but I don't. You might, I don't want you to take the wrong way, but if someone is like a, a white male, you never would have to deal with or ever have to ask. Yeah. This is something that would never come out of your mouth once. But I remember it was at E3, and there was a it was in the press booth, and there's you know this large black guy. And he was, and this lady came over to him. He's like, hey, I just got to check out. You know, probably I think one of his colleagues. I just got to check out South Park: Stick of Truth. That game looks great. And the guy said, oh, awesome. Can you be black? And he's and the lady said, like, yeah, I think so. I was like, oh, that's great. The fact that you have to ask that, Chris. <laughs> Do you know what tracks. I mean? That's not something you would even consider asking. No.
1: And the but, fact although that amuse- yeah. Amusingly, you can be black in South Park, but I don't think you can be a girl.
2: No, you can. I think you're 100% sure you can. So well, I want to sit well,
0: here and tell out. you that it wouldn't bother me if there was a game where I couldn't be white.
2: No, no, no. no I, but no, but, but
0: hold on, Manny. Let me finish. Uh-huh. But it, I know that it would because I've played around with designing characters of color to represent me. And I always end up going back to, to, to lighter-skinned characters. So I know at some level it's psychologically affecting me. So it probably would bug the hell out of me.
2: Represent, you know, there's a reason why like Lieutenant Uhura, mm-hmm. just, just there on the bridge of the Enterprise... Was, was a was big such, deal. Such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And she was just a communications officer. But like, there was a point where like, like she wanted to quit the show and Martin Luther King said, like no, you need to be there because you are showing an entire generation of people that you and people who look like you Belong here.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, just like, you may not even think, like, it's not even like they put her there because she was black. It was never like, oh, I'm a her, I'm black, or I'm Sulu, I'm Asian, I'm the Asian guy in the bridge. No, it's was just Sulu was there because he was the best, you know, helmsman Starfleet had, and he happened to be Asian. But her was there because she was the, the best comms officer that happened to be. But, you know, growing up there, and you, and you see that every day of your life, and you see, like, you know what? I could be a part of the crew with, you. I can go on adventures with James Kirk, I can go do science stuff. That's great. I, I belong here, too. I, having well, played and a I'm, lot sure, of games,
3: I'm sure most people have heard the Whoopi Goldberg story, right? Well, she was inspired by Uhura. Yeah. I mean, directly. That's the whole reason that she became an actress. So here's a question.
0: Do we know that you can make black characters in Deep Down?
2: You know what? I, I, I got to the point where when, when it, it's weird. With Japanese games, I, I've gotten used to the idea where you can be you, 100% you can be an Asian man. Chinese, Japanese. You can be an Asian man. You can make one. And chances are you can be a white guy, too, because they love making European settings. But a brown person? Forget about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, that there might be question, a follow-up like, story that's just as big about racial options, and it should be.
2: It's, it's just inclusion, though. It's, yeah. it's, I, I don't get, let me put aside, <coughs> I don't get offended. I'm not angry when I don't see the option, but like the, sometimes it's like, make your character, and you get a bunch of options. And I'm like, oh, okay, make my character. It's great. And then I look, and I go, like, oh... I can make anyone but me or people who look like me or my family or anyone like that.
0: I just want to be careful we don't take it too far such that if we're in a world where like all the all the races of uh, a bunch of races died that we don't feel like we need to include them just because, you know, we might well, hurt but, people's yeah, feelings. I, I, but you're right. I, I,
2: you, doesn't it doesn't have to be about race. Okay. How about just like, like Isn't something as simple as skin kind of, of said in the
3: human world.
2: No, but just something as simple as skin tone because you, you know, not not all not all white people are the, the color of snow. Okay. <laughs> and just something as simple as that. It's like, Hey, I have a dark tan. Leave it. But like, just even feeling like.
0: It's funny. Cause people didn't, we didn't used to worry about this cause you know, the technology wasn't there to support these many options. And now that it is, it's like you have to do it. It's interesting.
2: I remember interestingly, like a, uh, um, like a bunch of people from Polygon were talking about how they felt uncomfortable that women were being put into uh, the new Call of Duty ghosts. Because they felt like they felt wrong about about the idea about of having combat. women yeah. getting stabbed or yeah. cut or shot. And I thought to them, like, that's
4: Dude, that
3: happens in real life. But well, I was saying,
0: like... it took a long time to get women on combat in the US Anna.
3: Uh yeah, in the US. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the rest of the world conforms to that. Uh, that's no, fine, but the but... funny thing
2: I was thinking was well, I... like they were thinking about their own personal view. Like, I don't feel comfortable shooting it, but I can imagine the other perspective of that of the, of the young gamer who, who's a girl, a woman, whatever, playing that game for years and years and years, playing online and seeing all their friends making options for them, and just feeling like, oh, I, I guess I don't really belong in this world quite. But, like, just even getting that option, like, wow, I can finally be me in this game like everyone else has for years, and just feeling a- happy and ecstatic a- a- about that. And that's all those that those that those women were thinking about. They weren't thinking about how you might feel awkward stabbing a woman. They're thinking like, hey, you were stabbing a woman anyway, but now I get to be in the game too.
3: Quinn tried to jump in there and we cut him off.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Quinn. It's fine. It's fine. I think we're good. Okay. Hey, uh, it's an additional comment. Hey, another 10 years. We might see a decent transgender representation. Yeah, Yeah, I was wondering.
0: How do we get into that? Because that's not being represented at all. How do you even represent that?
2: (laughs) <laughs> but like if it's the character well, creation hey.
3: system, <laughs> you know, no, if the character creation system just They're... making the
2: character that you feel is the best digital you that can be, that that carries all of the race, the gender, transgender, sexuality, all of it in that one package.
3: Okay. Um here is the interesting thing, and this is kind of a digression, so forgive me. Um in the new Harvest Moon game that came out in Japan this week, the village doctor. Um, is generally addressed as, um, there's like a he, it pronoun in Japanese. Mm -hmm. Correct? Quinn? Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hang on. Um, well, what is it specifically? I don't remember. remember?
3: Basically, this is the village doctor who is described as well-respected. They are referred to as sort of like that he it and they wear makeup and feminine clothing
1: huh good times
3: so in all of the harvest moon communities there has been like huge fights over the last two days about whether the doctor is a crossdresser or transgender
1: hey i remember when uh they were uh you know like all the storylines and stuff were revealed about nauto and persona 4 Hmm. Yep. That's a mine. That's a minefield that you probably don't want to get involved in.
2: <laughs> you, you know, what I really like is a double finds take where because they have such a diverse studio, the the characters and the worlds they create are diverse as a result of that. They're not trying to. They're not really trying to make any social commentary or anything. Like they're making the their game a massive chalice and. People and their people could be men, they could be women, you could be brown, you could be orange. It doesn't really matter because everyone of every like background is making that game, and because they're putting so much of themselves into that game, like as work and actual work, they're putting themselves into that game and they're not even thinking twice about it. And some people are saying, but you're ruining the medieval European fantasy, even though like the people who are making those medieval European fantasies were often coming from a place where like. Why are we still making fantasy for people who died like three thousand years ago? When are we gonna start making you know when are we why can't we create our own fantasies um I mean you know you know what i mean our own you. your whatever fantasies with castles and dragons and you know, why is there a brown person? because he's there? <laughs> who cares you could have the orc and you could have the dwarf and you could have the elf and you could have a yellow elf and you could have blah 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 but one red guard ruins it. like does it, do, having red guards ruin skyrim or oblivion
0: no <laughs> I, i'll be honest though i think all the character models in skyrim and oblivion are ugly
2: they are <laughs> <laughs> they, they totally are, are. <laughs> they are
0: yeah all right uh can we move on we, we all feel good? Yeah, we're, we're right.
3: not going to get this resolved you know, in one podcast, thing, Christo, but I think it's good to have like, an airing. The funny thing,
2: Christo, is this isn't like a spontaneous thing for me. This is actually something I've... I've this very issue is something no. I've thought about a lot. I had even, no like, idea. conversation <laughs> with that guy who had to ask that always stuck with me. I think about that, honestly, from time to time. I will just randomly think about, like, man. You just this, that guy going... And, he was, and just to, to see his face and how happy he was that he could be himself in that game. Do we know that
0: you me. can be black? No was, was, were they right about that?
2: Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. You can make anybody. You're the new kid, you can be anybody. All right, good. Cool. You're the new kid. Even transgender?
1: Just, you know, like I said, though, <laughs> the character creator. Hey. All right, I'm just hey, teasing hey, you. I still haven't forgiven them for the dolphin thing, all, right?
4: all right. What? Don't don't
1: just, all right. Don't ask. Don't ask. All right. Oh, right, right, right. Let's talk right.
0: about pure solar. So this is that, I think it was a Genesis, yeah, 2010 Genesis RPG, Pure Solar HD, it's coming out soon, and it looks like they're work, they might be able to put out a 3DS version. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, the Wii U version's coming out in April, and other versions, Android, Dreamcast, Linux, Mac, Ouya, PS3, PS4, and Windows, um, March 25th. <laughs> That's a lot of versions. <laughs> And um, we don't know about Xbox One and Xbox 360 versions because of communication problems with Microsoft. What a shock! Microsoft and Indies have issues. All right, well, were you surprised? Because no, I, I was not. was surprised. Were you surprised? I was yeah. surprised. All right. World of Warcraft reveals that you'll be buying characters probably for sixty bucks if you want to buy a level ninety character. Um, you'll get one free with the expansion, and then after that, you get a, a level nineties will cost you sixty bucks. <coughs> this is. They put out a second not, story. Not official. Oh, not official. Well, no. okay. It was,
3: this was just a screenshot that leaked.
0: Okay. I well, have no idea what the source hold on, is. Hold on. Hold on. Anna, hold on.
3: Okay.
0: All right. um, Blizzard uh, lead encounter designer Ian Hazakostas told Eurogamer, we realized as soon as we came out with Warlords Boost to 90, we knew there was going to be a demand for more than one. It's tremendously awkward to tell someone you should buy two copies of the expansion to just get to get a second 90. That's odd, so we knew we were going to have to offer it as a separate service. In terms of the pricing, honestly, a big part of that is not wanting to devalue the accomplishment of leveling. If our goal here was to sell as many boosts as possible, we could have the price or more than that, make it 10 bucks or something, and then hardly anyone would level a character again. So, it sounds pretty official, Anna. Okay. Because, you know, he's been interviewed about it and didn't really deny it. I'm, I'm sure they'll say it's not final, but...
1: So, am I the only one who's not bothered about this?
3: Um, I don't
1: care.
0: So, I 60 think bucks for a level 90 it, seems high to me. I think it should be
3: 25 but okay. I think that they would sell more if it was in line. Well, but of course at the same would. time, you're always going to have to price something higher than you realistically expect it to sell for because then you'll make the money off of the people who don't mind paying more, mm. and then you lower the price. Or you have it on sale. I suspect there will be fair. a lot of sales. <laughs> Blizzard? Come on.
1: No, I know you I mean, said about our earlier. I have 190, 186, and uh, it's either 1 or 285s, and I was, I'm going to boost one of my much lower-level characters to 90 when the expansion comes out, and I can probably level the other ones reasonably quickly to 90 so it's kind of like while i would be semi interested in it because damn hell i've done the leveling experience enough time that um however much it is in eu money is probably enough that i'm willing to take out of my paycheck exactly once i'm just not sure if i actually need to you know
2: it's interesting though because you have to price it high enough that it's not the first thing you do if it's too low a price every there's no more there's no more middle content or anything because everyone's immediately like level whatever do you know what I mean yep but if you if you price it hot, it's that remember the old Steve Jobs thing where uh, where you talked about when you started using like of the iTunes store he was talking about well you know you could get a lot of this music for free but then you have to check if it's the right price. You have to check if it's the right rip, it's the right quality you want, it's the right album, it's the right version, it's the right whatever. And eventually you start realizing that you're working for minimum, less than minimum wage. So you have to ask yourself, like, if you're young and you have the time to do that, you want to grind out a bunch of characters, go for it. But if you realize that I'm older, I don't have a lot of time, uh, I don't want to spend a month doing this, I'd rather just pay the money and have fun with my friends right now
1: you know let's, yeah let's i think, it, I think it's, it's kind of like orientated i mean bear in mind world of warcraft has been out for what nine years now yeah it'll be 10 Forever. years
3: in yeah. november so it's
1: kind of going to be i think this is going to be aimed at people probably similar to me who started playing the game when they were what like 16 or something yeah but now are like 25 26 have full-time jobs and just don't have the time to just go through the whole leveling process anymore well forget
2: just a full-time job you have like you, you have David there. You have social life. You have friends. I mean, you gotta. At some point, you gotta say to yourself, do I want to spend all these hours just to get to this one endpoint when the endpoint's all I care about?
0: For what it's worth, Kevin in the chat room says it takes 22 hours to go level 1 to 90 right now in a while. Okay. Um, so and that's probably with a sufficient amount of gear boosts and knowing what the heck you're doing.
1: Yeah, that sounds like Heirloom plus. Uh... Heyloom gear, plus having a leveling guide, possibly recruit a friend as recruit well. Recruit a friend would probably be faster. Okay, so yeah. uh, let's pretend I don't know all that stuff, but I want to play with you, I want to play with Quinn, you got all all three of you. Well,
0: for you, if you're just jumping in, you buy the expansion, you get your 90, you're done. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, what that, you that's do. Not,
1: that, that is the thing to consider, is, of course, is you buy the expansion and you get a free 90. Yeah. Um. But I think this is kind of more orientated towards people who want to have another class for endgame raiding, but don't want to go through the whole leveling thing. I think think they have a point when they say, you know, if they priced it too low, everyone would buy it, and if they priced it too high, nobody would buy it. And pricing that kind of thing, something that's obviously reasonably controversial in the player base as well, is just... Yeah, you know, it's probably one of the hard things. It like is
0: probably that, safer but... to keep it high to keep from pissing exactly off people. I the same yeah. thing.
1: Because if it's high, it's easy for the people on the fence to
2: just say, "Forget that." Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which is probably what they want. I mean, yeah. they they say you know people say you know oh you know Blizzard's always appealing to the um sort of lowest
3: common denominator uh,
1: lowest common denominator in the search for more money. But I mean, if that were true, they could price this uh, probably at least. Um, I don't know, forty bucks, and people would probably buy a lot more of it. Mm. <laughs> or the it's same cost as the expansion. I can't remember how much it's costing. Sixty dollars. Yeah, being a
2: game designer now, it's it's interesting. Like, are No, you the more expansion other, is not sixty dollars, Hannah. I was just thinking though. It's funny. 30? Are you more yeah. an economist or are you actually? No, 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 designer? no,
3: no, 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 no. The expansion has to cost no. As much as the character. That's nice. Because but no. otherwise people can just go buy another copy of the expansion. The
0: expansion, like all of the WoW expansions, is gonna be like forty bucks.
1: And also I, I Then I
3: think the, the, next, the next character put... is gonna to have to be lower than sixty dollars.
0: World of but Warcraft when... plus the expansion is sixty dollars.
1: Mm. I also was gonna say I think it's gonna be one of those cases where once you have your free sixty from the expansion, they're not gonna give you another one. Nineteen, yeah. yeah. They're not gonna give you another one. Like once you've applied that key to your account, they don't give you another free one. Okay. Sort of well
0: thing. I mean you'd be making another well, to do this you'd be making a new account, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how you can't apply an expansion to an account that already has it to begin with. Yeah. So that's never that's been thinking. an option. So not it would actually cost you more than sixty. Twenty bucks for WoW, which gets you all the way up to Cataclysm, forty bucks for the expansion, and then twenty five bucks to transfer the character. So this is actually cheaper than doing it the hard, hard way. Now, if there's sales on the expansions and on new WoW keys, that could change things. But yeah, uh, whatever. All right. Whew. Anyway, for for p- those of you who don't play WoW heavily, just know that if you get the new expansion, you get a free level 90. So you can start playing with your friends who've had fully level characters for forever. Um, yeah, so it's a nice way to jump in. Okay, Bravely Second is going to ha- uh, is going to stay focused on narrative. Apparently that's a, a story, and I'm reporting it only cuz it's a story. Uh I don't know why this was I don't know why this is a story. <sighs> Bravely Second will include an expansive world to explore. Um, but your actions will still be driven by the game's narrative. So anyone who was worried about Bravely Second not focusing on the story, don't be. Wasteland 2 had a beta update, and the Mac version is out now. Um, I do not have access to the beta, so I can't tell you anything about it. I don't think there anyone showed us. show does.
2: I don't know if the program is over, but there's like a $10 backer upgrade to the beta. Oh, cool. So if you, at any level, if you're a backer, you can pay 10 bucks to upgrade to get beta access. I don't know if it's still going on. It might be over because it's March. I don't know. So look into it if you're interested.
0: See, did I fund this? I did not. I don't think I did. I'm just checking. I have to check what things I've funded on Kickstarter now.
2: I'm kind of over Kickstarter. See, I I feel like a lot of the fever of Kickstarter has died down a lot, and it's like just the occasional game. Hey, I I
0: don't. You know what? You say that, but the games we're getting now pretty damn good. So, I don't think we should be done with Kickstarter, because no, it I seems mean, the, to be the, working. No, I mean, the initial
2: rush and fervor, now is the delivery time. Yeah. Deliver on your promises.
0: But, now we sh- but there should also be new projects coming up all the time as well.
2: Well, well,
0: it's got to be a cycle that doesn't end.
2: Maybe, but I, I still I still think a lot of people actually want to see the fruits of their of the, the money they've put in. You know, the all fruits right. of the labor. See what happens.
0: So, maybe after Pillars of Eternity is out, then we have another big round of funding.
2: Well, like uh, Broken Age, and when Broken Age is finally said and done, yeah,
0: it's already out and good. Just not. So, done. would you back
2: another Kickstarter for them right now? Yeah. Really.
0: Yeah, okay. I just wasn't interested in the last one they did. They I they never, did uh, I... they did massive chalice right, and that wasn't that wasn't speaking that heavily to me, and I knew it was going to be funded, so I didn't. But if they did I... another adventure game one, I probably would.
1: I just didn't. Uh, I just didn't. Uh, play it down, uh, back a huge number of Kickstarter projects. So,
0: oh, mm. uh, let's see. Theater Rhythm Curtain Call, which is a new 3DS version of Theater Rhythm. It's going to include the iOS version's Quest Medley mode, and uh, that's all we know. And that's coming out in Japan this spring. Uh, no word on a Western release of Curtain Call. And let's see. Oh, I like this. <clears throat> Pete Hines from Bethesda says uh, the subscription model for Elder Scrolls Online is to help fund ongoing AAA support. If you feel like you're getting your money's worth for whatever you're paying, whether it be 15 bucks a month or $2 for a DLC, then you're going to be happy. If you're not, then you won't. You could do a free-to-play game where somebody wasn't happy because maybe they don't feel like they're getting value for the money that they paid up front, even if it's not a pay-by-month subscription. Man, whoever transcribed this is a terrible taper um let's see yeah whatever so they're saying we're gonna have better content it's a big long attempt to justify paying money in this market and i don't see particularly good arguments here um do you guys think people are going to pay a subscription play eso
2: they'll play for as long as the yeah. market will bear it'll go. Free just like
0: every- michael tidwell has been on this podcast explain this back when star wars came out and went free to play you bring out the mmo you do subscription at first Nine months or so, the subscription money dries up, you go free to play, and you get another big boost of income, and then you continue the game on like that. There's no reason to turn away the free money for subscriptions up front.
2: And it's not even like being cynical. It's not yeah. this kind of cynical thing where they're trying to fleece you. It's like they spent a lot of money and a lot of years developing this game, and they want to recoup as much of that as possible as soon before as they possible. start seeing a profit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it's gonna be a while before this game is making its own making money. You know, not even Mm -hmm. just making its money back; just making money like the way WoW makes money. Well, I don't,
0: (laughs) I don't know if we can ever expect this game to make money. No, 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 no. no, But I mean, like
2: the way WoW makes, you know, WoW is profitable. Yeah. Whatever they put into maintenance and development far is far less than what they spend than what they rake in, right?
4: mm Hmm.
2: So, but you know, they. They already recouped all those costs years ago. These guys, like, oh, God, how long has that game been in development? Like four years, five years? I don't know, man. It's been a long time, and it's an expensive game with, like, you know, good visual, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, they want to make their money. Did, do we even know if uh, if the Old Republic ever made all of its money back? <laughs> I guess that's a no. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I honestly don't know. I guess that's a No. Let's well, see. I mean, is what
3: the,
2: was room the,
1: budget?
0: It was a big budget.
1: Yeah, it was pretty pretty big. I is
0: the Old public?
3: Some, I want to say somewhere between 80 and 120 million. 500
0: million. <laughs>
1: oh, my bad.
3: Jeez. I'm thinking of WoW.
2: 500 million is how much they spent on that?
4: Let's yeah, see. they didn't make that back. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: Silence. I
0: mean, that's an analyst saying that. Um, Okay. Let's see. Here's a Reddit that says it's profitable. Um, According to Joystick, EA... Okay. Chief Financial Officer Blake Georgeson commented on SWOTOR's rocky first year. Yes, the original expectations obviously were very very large. And obviously, the multiplayer MMO world has. The popularity has come down over time. And we tried to restructure the Star Wars business to better match the economics. Um, it's a great business. It's very repeatable. We brought the economics in line, so it's a profitable business for us. That's not fully saying they made all their money back. It technically only means they're profitable versus they're expensive in an ongoing sort of sense. Mm. But they seem to be happier with their it's performing now as oh, of that's... November. Um, so, I don't know. If it, that's a, I want to hear that story. Did they make all their money back?
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a part of the business a lot of people forget about when it comes to consoles or just about video games or just about anything is that it takes a lot of money to do research and development.
0: And Square Enix likes to do lots of research, and that research tells them people want RPGs on their iPhones, apparently. So they're making a new Secret of Mana game for iOS that that's, uh, should be out now.
2: So this is not a port or anything like that. It's a new
0: game, game new. called Rise of Mana, and it's free to play with microtransactions. So it's like everything people hate, but at least it doesn't cost sixteen bucks for an iPhone version. And no, because it, it, it costs ninety-nine for the best. Because it, it costs nothing for yeah. No, oh 99 yeah, ninety-nine for bucks. Best, offer. best value, right? Yeah, <laughs> best value. <laughs> uh
2: you know it's funny. Like the 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 most interesting. I saw I'm really happy about uh. Uh, mobile gaming, Android and iOS. This year is that there are a lot of big developers. Uh, I would say there are a lot of notable developers taking chances, releasing full-featured, substantial games at up uh, at like maybe four, five, six dollars, and you get a whole complete experience. And they know they could try to milk you, but they're not. Like, I don't know. There... Did that
0: work out well for Oceanhorn?
2: Um, uh, I-, I think the Oceanhorn had bigger problems.
0: Oh, okay. But, uh, okay, but so I, I'm happy did you know? The chance, though. Did you know that Circle of Mana was a card-based RPG and came out last year? I did, I did not. not. <laughs> we both did not. Um, but that was Japan only again. Oh, what is it with Damn, Japan? Man. They don't localize any of this crap. It's like the Eventually old days again.
2: Hey, hey! If if Shin Megami is coming over, there's hope for anything at this uh, point.
0: Atlas is a different company. You know,
2: I've been waiting to play that game Shin Megami Tensei for a decade.
0: Well, you're and, gonna to I, do it.
2: I thought I would never get the chance to play it. I just I just wrote that off, like, oh this is just one of those games I will never get to play. Unless I learn Japanese and master it. And even then I need to buy a Famicom. Yeah, so that's it's interesting. It's, it's good times.
0: It's like should I keep holding breath for a Sakura Tyson translation?
2: Hell, at this point why not? Why not? Because <laughs> Sega and Alice have been uh, combined together. Maybe Alice will start porting over the old Sakura Tyson games.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. I like her like, sure, why not? (laughs) I would, uh, as far as Rise of Mana goes, they've got a trailer out. It's 3D. I I don't know what's going on. The gameplay is not explained in the slightest. You don't see how you control it. I'd be happy to try it. So since it's free to play, I will be downloading it um, as soon as I can. Probably after this podcast. So I'll try it on my phone and see what happens. (laughs) Um, All right. Dark Souls Two as a collector's edition. Okay, here we go. Did we talk about oh, this yet?
2: Boy. All right. Oh, we were, we were gone for a week. A little gap week.
0: Here's what you get for your.
2: Um, oh, Chris, you're not allowed to say "boom." It upsets certain. What's the price? Of the audience.
0: It doesn't say. Um, Don't you get a
2: statue, a plastic, another plastic? You know, ah, I would go. love to see the house of the person who buys every collector's edition that comes with a plastic statue.
0: One hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents.
4: Oh my goodness. You get the display box.
0: You get the Black Armor edition of the game, which is a free upgrade if you just pre-order the regular game. It's a metal case and game soundtrack. Uh, uh, Let's see. You get the soundtrack CD. You get a 12-inch Warrior Knight figurine. Of I the character you'll be playing as.
2: Just, this person's house is just, you got the dragon from this and the dragon from that, next to the warrior from this, next to the Max pain of that, next to the whatever of this, next to the Ezio of that.
0: Manny, you get, not just any map, you get an authentic cloth game map. Well, not a well, fake, as as- not fake cloth, not a fake game. An authentic cloth game map.
2: Okay, good. Because I hate when my cloth maps are not authentic and I'm kind of like, what? Stop
0: messing around with those pirated cloth game maps. This is an authentic one. <laughs> and, of course, you get a collectible art book.
2: You know, what's up with. I don't understand the whole cloth map thing. Because I, I look back at like a. Because you used to
0: get I, cloth maps with I, the no, big no, old RPGs. I mean, I,
2: I mean, like, this whole notion that cloth map was somehow authentic. When I look back and I think, like, most maps were parchment. Some kind of parchment.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't no, think that's a, what they're thinking. No, but even back then, though, it was just no, like, not I never had the heads. impression that like this is a map like I would have had if I was in the world. It was just like I got cloth maps back when I bought Baldur's Gate 2. And yeah, but
2: then why did Baldur's Gate 2 do it? Because they were like, oh, it's authentic.
0: It was cheap, and it was something they could throw in.
2: Which it is is is, yeah, it's a
0: cloth map hanky. That's true, yep. No, but
2: uh, it, it, I love the way we we get away... I love the way people get away from the source of something so far away that they they'll say things and they'll have mannerisms and affectations and they'll do stuff without even knowing why. But it's like that's it, cloth math, because that's what you do. That's authentic PC gaming. It's like uh, when you're right. It was probably just they straight up said, "What can we throw in here that's really cheap? Uh, we could print some crap on a map.
0: <laughs> Got these hankies hanging around. Let's, Let's put a do map it on there." Sony has announced that they are delaying the launch of that all-access pass we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, so it'll sometime around April 16th for that. Uh, if you remember, that includes DC Universe Online, Planetside 2, Dragon's Prophet, EverQuest, and EverQuest 2, along with Vanguard Saga. Oh, wait. That's, um, that's going to be shut down. So, yeah. Just the stuff I just said. And later, it will include EverQuest Next and EverQuest Next Landmark. Um, Twitch beat Pokemon! It's Woo-hoo! done. If you go to Twitch Plays Pokemon, you'll see the end, and the next adventure begins in like 16 hours, which I guess is Gold and Silver, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's next. Okay.
2: Um, Instead of anarchy or democracy, is going to be all. I want this radio station. No, this radio station. There's radio, radio stations
0: station. in Gold and Silver. Yeah, I don't remember that. Is that in Soul Silver too? Or gear. They take it On out.
2: Your gear, You could tune into different radio stations. They give you like news reports, or you can pick different music.
0: Wow. And that's even in the original versions? Yeah. Oh.
2: I'm not crazy, am I? You guys remember this? I don't know. I have
0: to All I have is SoulSilver. I don't have the original ones, so I I don't know Quick what to serabi.net sure.
2: and tell me about the Pokégear. gear. Okay. I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> Somebody to serabi.net <laughs> quickly.
0: <laughs> all right. And let's see last one Polygon had an article about the free to play Path of Exile and how are they doing um,
2: oh, I thought that was, was a think piece about um, ethical microtransactions. Right,
0: yeah, that's what they're saying. They are the ethical free-to-play. And, you know, are, is it paying off for them? Let's see. They've paid off their development costs, and the company's making enough money to expand. The game's doing very well. And they acknowledge they could probably make more income if they were paid to win, but they're not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's where that. So it's still good. Um y- Man, if you like Diablo games, this is this is a good time for you. You got Path of Exile out there going crazy. You got Diablo three get the big update. Man, what do you, what else do you need? A cloth map hanky, obviously.
2: You know that was already a show title on October thirteenth, yes. twenty twelve. Yes, that's
0: why that's why uh, Tiggs put it in the chat room. So we cannot use that again. If no, thinking. we cannot use it for today. Nope. Uh, all right. So outside of reading through the uh, Kingdom Hearts history in a Google Doc. I got nothing else left for this week. (laughs)
4: Uh,
1: South
0: Park comes out next week. Who's picking it up?
1: Um, I think I'll wait for Titanfall.
0: I'm going to pass, too.
1: I think I'm good. I just don't
0: have time for it.
3: Well, the game looks great, but I don't watch South Park.
0: Yeah, we're not big South Park fans, and we're trying to save money, and we just don't have time for it, so I'm going to pass on it. Um, i'll get it eventually
2: i i, uh, I would like people uh
0: in addition to telling us if you like us to talk about inside baseball stuff i would also like the question of the week to be um are you getting south park and what do you think of it so write in well, At well, Podc- this? What, what
2: game what major release in march are you
3: looking forward to too yeah that's a good one in general well, i
0: just want to hear i want to i <coughs> want actual fan feedback on south park specifically
3: Okay, but let's right. still keep it broad.
0: All right, so all these topics, write in on all of them. You have three things you have to report on. Inside baseball, South Park, what, what March RPG do you want most? And no,
2: not even RPG, just tell us about your March games.
0: Okay. And, um... Send those to podcast at rpgamer.com or put them on our message boards at board at rpgamer.com or call in at 608 729 4098. 608 729 4098. 608 729 4098. Operators are standing by for your voicemail 30 seconds or less, please. Uh, and that's it. Man been a while since we had a show that was a big one thanks everybody for joining us we broadcast live every week at 9 a.m pacific noon eastern at rpgamer.com slash live you can catch us there and in the chat room of course on irc.esper.net at pound rpgamer you can chat with us all times of the day and uh follow us on twitter rpgamer.com or excuse me twitter.com slash rpgamer and youtube rpgamer dot where you can see the posted let's uh, um now plays Whatever we call those from Anna Marie, who's been playing uh, uh, Totori, Alchemist of Ireland. Totori, yep, and uh, that's it.
2: Yep. Remember, people, cat people, raccoon people, and bear people are cool. Brown people ruin the fantasy. Oh. <laughs> the end.
0: See you next week,
3: everybody. Bye bye. Men to the left because ladies are always
4: right.